You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We're here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. I'm Fisher and I'm here with one of my co-hosts, Keeney. Hey guys. Uh, no crust here this week, he's not feeling very well unfortunately, but we've got the two of us and we're going to do a full pod this week of AEW and WWE in one go like we used to. So, yep. oh, like, like, the like the olden days, yeah. Um, yeah, we've both watched Dynamite in time and we're going to do it in one go um, so that, yeah, save admin work and time. And, uh, yeah, it's just, let's just get to it. There's no news this week to talk about, really, that's that no. substantial. So, I, yeah, I think we'll just get into the the shows. We should, and we should probably start with um, your top mark, because it was the first thing we saw this week in WWE TV. Yeah, uh, so Smackdown, opening the Smackdown fish. We're going to start on a high, because this is my favourite segment of the week, and it might be. It's up there with my favourite segments this whole year. Top mark I, of 2022, potentially. It's up there. I mean, I, I'm not going to go through every segment and, you know, list them, but this, I've not been so sucked into a segment for a long time. I thought, I genuinely felt bad for Sami Zayn for like a bit here. And the, when he eventually turns babyface, he's going to, I feel like he's going to be the biggest babyface in the company now. He, because he the storyline is, is so good. Because even as a heel... You can hear the Sammy's chants when the bloodline are in the ring. And it's one of those things like you just feel when it when it turns, he's gonna get so popular. Um, but yeah, this was a fantastic uh segment. So it started off with the bloodline entrance with all six of them. I think that's the first time we've got like a proper full entrance with Paul Heyman, Solis yeah. Koa, Roman and the Usos, and then Sammy all together. Um, so that was that felt special as well. Um Paul Heyman started off. I mean, the segment started off kind of standard bloodline stuff, still good, but like um, talking about Drew McIntyre, uh, they Paul Heyman talked about um, Solis Okoa's purpose within the group, which I thought was a good little detail, um, and then sort of puts over the Usos. They had a little bit of a promo, and Sami Zayn just does nothing in the background for this whole time. Um, Roman makes Solo acknowledge him as part of his sort of initiation. I, that's what I kind of took it as. Um, and then the music starts to play as if it's the end of the segment. Sami Zayn has not said anything at this point. And then he interrupts that, interrupts the, the music playing. Everyone's like, okay, what do you want kind of thing? And he thanks them all for welcoming him in, into his family, into the family, acknowledges Roman. And then is when it gets brilliant because Roman just starts saying, 
What is your end goal here? Why are you hanging with us? What What do you actually want from this? And Jay Uso is ab- Jay Uso was fantastic in this segment. He well. was phenomenal. Jay Jay Roman and Sammy were amazing in this segment. The others all played their part, but um, so Jay is getting so so happy because he's like, okay, this this is happening now. Roman's annoyed with him, um, and Sammy looks so upset. And then Jay, he tells him to take the shirt off. Jay rips it off of him. Can't wait to like, you know, get him kicked out of the bloodline, not let him wear the shirt. And then Roman is like, yeah, the only reason I'm doing that is because I've got your own one with mm-hmm. SZ honorary use on it. Um, and then Sammy just goes hugging everyone. High, does his little handshake with Jimmy. <laughs> just amazing. I was so sucked in. I honestly thought that was it for Sammy. And I felt really bad for him. And then all of a sudden it turned and I'm like, this is just, this is just brilliant stuff. Yeah, it was amazing. It's, it's also my top mark as well. It's a double top mark from, uh, yeah. cause it's just the best thing that I, I saw this week. Definitely. It was, um, I mean, obviously the Sami Zayn stuff was amazing and that is the crescendo of everything. But I, I, I really enjoyed the Solo Sokoa Roman bit because for a second, you weren't sure if Solo was going to acknowledge him. Like, I think Sider Sokoa has come into this group and to come from NXT <clears throat> with no experience on the main roster. I know he's been in NXT for a year. Not, yeah, not, not that long. Well, he came in just around 2.0 when it started. Um, he, he already feels above the Usos in the pecking order of the bloodline. Yeah, does, he's he's, he's, he's their younger found. brother. Yeah, and I just thought he played this really well. Like He, he played it well enough to think, he might not acknowledge, and then of course he acknowledges him, but you still feel there's something there. And down the line, that is going to be some match, Silas so Okoa with Roman Reigns, because that is coming down the line. Um, and yeah, just the the whole swerve with Sammy. I mean, I, I thought, oh, finally he's being kicked out. This is how it's happening. But no, and the no, dynamics... part of the bloodline, really. Like... Yeah, the dynamics of it all, because Solo really accepts him. You've got Jimmy, who's doing secret handshakes with him. Yeah. Jay absolutely hates him. Yeah. And it's just unbelievable. And who would have thought that Sami Zayn would be, like, an instrumental, like, member in this Bloodline storyline in... Yeah, I know. It started off as kind of like, oh, this is kind of cool, but I didn't expect it to go. And I think now, I mean, I've been calling for them to do the, just do the turn and, and, like, you know, team up with KO to find new shows or do a few, whatever the end goal is. Mm. I actually think you can drag this out to WrestleMania at this point because they've just put him in mm. the bloodline now. So you yeah. don't want to kick him out. You can't really kick him out like next week. Do you know what I mean? It has to go on for a little while longer. Well, and, and do you know what's, what this has done? I reckon it's not mad if a WrestleMania title match is Sami Zayn for Roman Reigns. No, it's not. That, all of a sudden, that is, that's the level we're talking about Sami Zayn right now. He is escalated to this level of like I feel like he could be main event in a WrestleMania this WrestleMania this year or <laughs> ne- next year I think they do you know what I really think they missed the trick I mean we mentioned it a little I, th- I know a few people mentioned it at the time they kind of missed the trick not putting the money in the bank on Sami Zayn I think because that can would you be ima- perfect yeah, can yeah. you imagine if he'd have won because Austin Theory has still got it right yeah so imagine if Theory didn't have it now and Sami Zayn had the money in the bank briefcase but it was just sort of pally with roman and the usos were suspicious or jay Uso was suspicious yeah and like down the line you could just have sammy cash it well you could have even gone um, to mania and you could have told that solo roman story at mania and then sammy's in cashes in makes it a triple yeah. threat and that's like 
yeah yeah I mean, yeah it's yeah that would have been perfect but i just think uh i think we actually had this discussion um during the week about the shield being a bloodline i've, I've heard this somewhere else yeah. about you know what, what factions better and obviously the shield created three world champions and three of the top guys in fresh and wrestling if not the three top singles guys in fresh and wrestling right now yeah <laughs> they, probably, they might but, well be the bloodline, if we're talking in five years' time, and Sosa Kaiwa is the star which I think he could be, and Sami Zayn is going to be a star that he could be. Uh, I mean, Sami Zayn, it's not surprising because he's always been... Like, he's very even good, even when he's, he's had nothing to position. do, he's made it really entertaining. Um, and I think Jey Uso has really excelled in the bloodlines. I mean, obviously he had this feud with Roman, um, you know, a couple couple years back, I think. Um so they've all, Jimmy Uso aside, Jimmy Uso is the only one in the group who I don't think offers much um, to the bloodline, which is a bit of a shame. Yeah, and well, obviously he does, but like, I know he's got a title, but he's not, yeah. he's not part of the major storyline, you feel, at the moment. But he does have the handshake thing with Sammy, which is cool. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just, it's just, um, yeah, it's just unbelievable stuff. It's the best thing in professional wrestling right now by a long, long distance and... WWE's doing a lot of good stuff, right? AEW's doing some good stuff, but this Bloodline stuff is absolutely... Yeah, it's, it's really turned around again. There was a bit where I thought the Bloodline and Roman was getting a bit stale. There wasn't a lot going on. But the story of bringing Sammy in and also bringing now Solo in mm. has really helped. Um, I just wish all the titles weren't... The only negative to it is all the titles are kind of... Not the mid-card titles, but the, both tag titles, both world titles are kind of sucked into this. The tag titles aren't getting defended too much, although we did get a title defence. Mm-hmm. And obviously the world title, we're not getting that many world title matches. But that's, that's the only downside. But otherwise, this faction and this storyline is, is like ama- unbelievable. It is, yeah. And, you know, I talked about raising people's profile. I mean, Roman Reigns, how much has this raised his profile, this two-year story of obviously he's been undefeated for two years so that's going to raise you anyway but just his character work and his you, promo level you watch like him here he so is better. perfection he is at the peak he's like again i'm going to compare him he's like the rock like he just knows his character there's no hesitation he is just rolling like at, at top level right now Roman reigns and he has gone from being like oh yeah he's you know he's, he's a top guy you know one of the, he's always gonna be near the title but he is now that he's now like rock stone cold levels. I think Roman Reigns right now. I think he's he's reaching that point. He is, um, yeah, just unbelievable. And this this segment um, really just showed off everyone being brilliant. I say I think everyone played a great part in this. Um, but yeah, absolutely. And then we got more bloodline later in the show because we had um. The Usos actually defending. We said that you don't get many tag title matches and they've got both titles. But we did get a tag title match on SmackDown here. They haven't been doing a lot on pay-per-views recently. They haven't, def- they haven't wrestled much, really, the Usos. But no. they got a... Uh, they had a fantastic main event here as well, which added to that with the Brawling Brutes. Just a, as Seamus would say, banger after banger after banger um, with the Brawling Brutes were involved in. Um, yeah, really good match. I want to give another shout-out to Ridge. I, I, I've done it two weeks in a row now. I'm really impressed with him. From he, He's definitely improved. Nowhere, he, this all of a sudden, this now as a proper tag team, as wrestling and tag team matches in the title picture. Before, he was just kind of a lackey and Ridge was doing singles. Oh, no, Butch was doing bits and Seamus was doing bits. Ridge was kind of 
not going anywhere. Now he's in the tag yeah, team. I didn't really I feel like they were. I didn't really feel like they were taken seriously as a tag team under under the Vince sort of thing. It was more Sheamus's group with Butch being a bit silly. Yeah, and Ridge just kind of being the the heavy next to them, but not really doing a lot. Um, whereas now it feels like they're actually an integral part. They're all as important as each other. I mean, they're, they're having a six man match at Extreme Rules with Imperium. Like that, they're, they're involved yes. in everything. So it feels really important now. All of a sudden, yeah. Well, that, that kind of is the end of this match, isn't it? Imperium get involved and do so get the win to retain. Yeah. After um, I, I said a, a fantastic match yeah. with lots of um, lots of good stuff in it. Um, I just, I mean, I love watching um, Pete Dunne do his Pete Dunne stuff more now. There was a proper like Young Buck style super kick party moment here where there were just so many super kicks from the Usos. Yeah. Um, and then there was an oh, amazing one. We've got to mention this spot where Butch flew off the top rope and they did a yes. double super kick. That was like so well timed, so perfectly done. I'm pretty uh, sure Pete Dunne did that with Adam Cole in NXT, a similar spot where he, he did, may, the, he he did that well and Cole caught him perfectly with a super kick. Yeah, there was one Adam Cole did. I don't know if it was with Pete Dunne, though. I know which one you mean, I think. I think he did one with Pete Dunne as well. I might be wrong. Might be wrong. Yeah, anyway, possibly. Yeah. There's probably more than one yeah. spot, let's, let's face it. Um, I, but um, yeah, fantastic match. Really good main event. Uso's winning, of course, which is fine. It sets up more of that six-man. We're getting the Donny announced today. That's the only bit of news, really, and it's relevant to this anyway. Yeah. Uh, six-man Donny Brook match, um, which we saw, obviously, Drew and Sheamus have on SmackDown, and it was really good when they did it. So That's I'm assuming gonna it's going to be like tornado style rules, no tags. Yeah, it's going to be such a good match. I mean, the Extreme Rules card, we'll get onto it as we go through because there's been a few matches announced this week. Yeah. The card is just absolutely insane. Yeah, there's only six matches, but it's six you only, you only need stipulations. Six. And there's not like, you know, the main title's not on the line, I don't think. Um, no, that's the only thing you can say about it is it's not got that uh, much it, stakes. It doesn't but... feel any less so. Like, no. they've booked it really well, I think, the card. Um, if we move on to other stuff in the show, kind of related a bit to Extreme Horses as we get to it. We had Liv Morgan uh, beat Lacey Evans. And actually, yeah. I think a little bit of a disappointing match. I wasn't too keen on Lacey Evans dominating Liv Morgan for 90% of this match. Um, no. Um, what Liv I will say is I think it's more about the after angle than the match itself. Because yes. the after angle was really, really good. The match itself, like you say, wasn't a lot to it. I think Lacey yeah. probably did dominate it a bit too so, much. I just feel like the way Lacey's been presented, especially since Triple H has come in, she's been kind of... I've only seen her once or twice. Yeah, she's irrelevant. Quite really. quickly, both times. And just to see her come out against the women's champion and just, like, have full control... Felt, felt a bit, bit what, what I did odd. like about it is there was lots of trash talking and Lacey saying, like, oh, you'll never be extreme, kind of winding her up, which then yeah, led no, to the I, spot I, afterwards. I do get why they did it. So it I, I like the story a bit. I thought the spot afterwards was fantastic as well. Um, Liv obviously going to grab, because Liv, uh, Lacey Evans grabbed the kendo stick in the match, um, which actually led to the finish. Messed her, it, so she messed it up and then Liv hit the a code breaker in the oblivion and then Liv sort of went to do it and then just went nuts with a kendo stick, smashed her against barricade and then sent on through a table. Yeah, very um, cool spot. I thought it made look, Liv look pretty badass in the end, by the end of the spot. But yeah, I agree the match wasn't anything special, but um, it was someone for Liv to to beat and it was a heel that, to wind her up. So I guess it was the probably the perfect person, but like you say, Lacey Evans hasn't really done anything. 
So yeah, kind of, I, I would have just like lived to just win a bit more convincingly against someone not low down the card. I guess is is my only point to that. Um, yeah. In the women's vision, we had Raquel and Dakota Kai. Um, Ra- Raquel, yeah. I think they, they did kind of mention NXT a bit. Yeah, they, they did mention. I, I, I did criticize this a while back, but they didn't mention it at all. They, and they got a lot of NXT history, Dakota and Raquel, from being tag champs to their big breakup. Um, so they kind of spoke about it a little bit. Um, but here we got uh, Raquel getting the win with uh, Shotzi coming down and, you know, getting... Yeah, yeah, we're getting that Shotzi. We've got that Shotzi face turn and then she just came out again, which is quite predictable. Yeah, um, Shotzi. Fine. I think we're just going to get Raquel and Shotzi versus Damage Control for the titles, I'm guessing. Yeah, I keep throwing Raquel with random partners. I make. Again, this whole Shotzi face turn feels a bit weird. There's no real reason for it yeah i wouldn't mind hearing from shotzi to yeah give us some insight into you know, why i've heard she's... a lot about the tank coming back on the on yeah. the entrance it's, apparently it's been there the last two smackdowns and they haven't used it but it's because yeah, I'm, I'm she not hasn't done a proper entrance because she's just ran down yeah so i'm guessing when they do yeah it would be weird if know, she was making a save and not on a tank. yeah 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 it comes <laughs> in on that like well slow um but yeah, i'm guessing when we when she has a proper match we will see that hopefully um soon but yeah, yeah. It, the storyline's okay. But there's not, the problem is, as always with women's tag teams, is there isn't enough of them. Um, no, there isn't. No, and I, you know, a couple of them seem to be breaking up. Even the ones that are there or, or aren't tag teams anymore, like Nikki Ash, for example, and Do Drop, like they're not really together anymore. It seems, and yeah, they, they need some. They need. I mean, Toxic Attraction would be a great injection. I think that will happen soon. Yeah, but I do think we need as well we'll, we'll talk about it on, when we get to raw but i think indy hartwell coming up as well was an absolute no-brainer now i said yeah. it anyway when dexter loomis is on the roster but now her friend is on the roster yeah it makes uh, a lot of sense but yeah we'll get to that when we talk about raw 100 um going back to extreme rules we have another match announced a strap match drew come to the ring with a strap and challenged carrying cross um for a strap match which again we saw one of these in aw recently Punk, yeah, Cody, ha- Cody had a couple with Ned, didn't yeah, he? Cody and um, um, Brody Lee. Was it? I thought I, knew, I didn't say it on the pod last week, but I was meant to. I thought that they would do the strap stipulation for the Miz and Dexter Loomis. I thought that would have made the most sense. So that that they're tied together, sense, yeah. Miz can't run away. He's kind of they make mm. him get tied up to, to Loomis basically. But yeah, this, this one feels a bit random, it almost feels like they're just trying to find a different stipulation for each match. This felt a bit. I'd, yes. I'd be, oh, why, why is this a strap match? Doesn't he just it... randomly brought a strap to the ring with him. I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I, yeah. It did feel a bit out of nowhere just for the sake of it. The others kind of all make sense. Obviously, the fight pit makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, and all the other stipulations they're using. The I quit match was fine. Like, yeah. but this was a bit like just felt a bit a stipulation for the sake of a stipulation. I do agree with that, but it it's, it'll be great, I'm sure. So I'm not going to complain too much. And then we um, got Cross and Scarlet come to the ring, and we got. Um, Another Scarlet Fireball. We saw saw this in NXT yeah. once. And it was a little bit botched as well. Lee. I think they botched it as well. I just don't know what it really adds. Like, even if it went well, I don't know. Like, it doesn't do much for no. me, a Fireball. No, this, this feud, Druid Cross, I think started all right. It's gone a bit weird. I'm not massive on this feud right now. No, and then she, she did a low blow, which is weird. Yeah. You don't often see Scarlet getting physically involved. So that was interesting. Um, I did yeah. think that was quite interesting, but yeah, and Carrion's dominated it as well. He set, he, he um, got the crush jacket in again, and Drew passed out. So Carrion has dominated like the build up to this, which yeah. is interesting. Um, but, but yeah, it's not the most interesting feud in the world. This at the moment, hopefully, it picks up a little bit before the 
Yeah, we've got a few weeks, haven't we? Eight well, only yeah, eight, eight days, so eight days, two yeah. Smackdowns, though, because we've got Smackdown tomorrow and then one more, so still got two Smackdowns. Yeah, that's true. Uh, two other matches from the show. Braun Strowman defeated Otis. Pretty good match. That was um, uh, a really good big man match, I thought. And yeah, interestingly, I, I saw the stat on this, actually. This drew 2.7 million viewers This watched this match. So the overall average for SmackDown, I think, was really high this week, 2.5 which is the highest, I think, in about cut two years. But that, yeah. that segment in particular was 2.7 million, um, which is the highest SmackDown segment for like three years or something like that. So people obviously yeah. tuned in to watch this. Um, and I thought, actually, it was pretty, pretty good for what it was. Um, yeah, this was better than I was anticipating, actually. Yeah, same here. Otis like, went for frog splash and stuff in this match. And yeah. um, he did a splash off the... Um, he did one, He did like a Vader bomb-style sl- splash. But then he went for a frog splash as well and missed it. And that led to Strowman hitting the power bomb. But he really, Otis really impressed me in that. Yeah, he, he's someone who we haven't seen wrestle too much no Chad's been doing a lot of the wrestling and he's he's really good at this he's I remember when he was well at his peak he was money in the bank and we thought he could be world champion potentially one day yeah like he is really good at this it's good to see him back then he was more for his charisma wasn't it the storyline with Mandy Rose yeah more known as you know his his funny character but he's always the standout in um heavy machinery yes yes he he, he is good in the ring and I think this was a they had, they work well together, Strowman and Otis here. Normal, sometimes big man matches, they're a bit slow, they're a bit... But Strowman is quite fast-paced. He is quick. He's yeah. a lot better. Like, you notice with him coming in, I think Triple H has done well to bring him in because you look at the likes of Commander Aziz and Omos and these other guys that were on the roster, but the only other big guys, and mm. there's not a lot about them. Whereas Braun yeah. Strowman definitely, definitely is a mile... A, levels above these guys and i think that is why he brought him back because you do need some some giants on the roster um and as far as giants go he's pretty good so yeah, yeah. no well, I, I i think he's he's pretty decent the only thing is this feud is a little bit is in danger of becoming a little bit boring because he's having another match with gable isn't he soon oh yeah he, tomorrow yeah, or monday he, um, monday isn't it it's, it's next monday actually rang yeah so Gable. i don't really get what the end goal here is because it's just going to keep streaming just just going to keep winning surely i think so. we're going to get a handicap match at some point yeah that's all i can think from this um there's not much it is a little bit of a waste of time but the, it, the match was enjoyable so i'm not going to play too much it was the new day beat maximum male models um nothing match really but at the end, Max Dupree flips out and walks out on yeah, his jacket against the We apron. are getting him back to LA night. It's happening, whether it's this week, whether it's next week, I don't know, but it is happening. And that is what this is all about. I don't care about this match. Or I think that's the only models. reason they're actually even on TV at the moment. It's just to yeah. tell the story of LA night. I think if Triple H wasn't interested in doing that, he wouldn't have even put him on TV. Yeah, honestly. no, I agree. And, and I'm glad that Triple H is the one in charge of this gimmick now because I feel like if Vince, it would have just been those fashion shows every week with Max Dupree doing it. It would have been mm. no change to LA Night. Oh, they, they would have. It would have got on my nerves by that, now. That was going nowhere. Realistically, yeah. that was. There's not much that you know. I like their gimmick in a sense of their their style in the ring, matching with it, like I'm the way they, the way they tag, the way they wrestle. It's quite unique, so I don't mind that. And Mason Mansour were doing nothing. Yeah, this is better yeah, so than what they're doing before. It's not ruined to over wrestlers, has it? It's, oh yeah, if, if they had done this to Eric and Ivy, you know, you'd have been annoyed. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. 
or what so, they, you know when they tried to do stuff with FTR when they were a tag team in the past yeah. in WWE and things like that and just like don't ruin a good you don't need to but here is a bit different mm. um, not much else from the show we had a bit backstage with um, Solo and Sammy oh um, yeah that confrontation was that was brilliant with, as well uh, Ricochet and Madcap yeah so two that, kind that of single that... stars not doing too much but they obviously want to find a place for them we got a match this Friday Smackdown Solo match, but also, obviously, Solo followed Sammy to Raw to, for his match with AJ Styles on the back of this as well, because, yeah. you know, he was like, you know, he's he's part of the bloodline now, he is part of it, and uh, yeah. then AJ and Sammy went Weirdly back and forth on Twitter, and he's like, Solo, let's go, mate. Yeah. I love this Solo-Sammy bromance. I never saw it coming. Never saw Sammy. No, I thought... We I all thought... said, you go back, we all said Solo would be the one to kick Sammy out of the bloodline. And he, he still says... might be down the line, by the way. Yeah, no, he might be, yeah. That might be what he's, you know, I mean, that, he might that's get what's so great close. about all this blood stuff. Just to go back to it, all of this, like, we're all on board. We love Sammy being accepted. But despite Solo and Jimmy Uso and Roman, all their actions to Sammy, you still think at some point they're going to turn on him. But at some point, this could all be like a joke and they're actually playing him along. Like, that's what's great. It's just, yeah. They're, they're and it could go in a so number well. of directions. That's, I always like feuds where, you don't know who's quite going to turn and when. I love that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's move on to Raw because I think that's it from SmackDown. That is, yeah. And to start Raw, we had um, Belair come down. Um, and then obviously we had damage control, a little confrontation in ring. And another Extreme Rules match announced is a ladder match. Interesting. Yes. Again, Bailey no real reason Belair. for this stipulation. Yeah, this feels, I- again, a bit random, but I don't mind it. And it's, it is, a, it's the first ever singles women's yes, ladder match. I was going to say it's the first the ever roster. singles. It's, it's a history making match in that sense. And you couldn't ask for two people better for a ladder match. Like, yeah, I think that'll be a, it's going to be a you're, great. You're obviously going to get the other four women involved as well in that. Match, Absolutely, and then because it's a you know it this feud is going all the way to War Games. Surely, I know it there's has a paper, to, Obviously, yeah. you've got Crown Jewel in the middle. I don't think anything will happen there because Saudi Arabian show. There probably won't be that many women on the show anyway. Um, yeah. But I think they, they're going to drag this out to War Games. I'm a little bit bored of the promos between these guys, but the matches are fantastic. So, yeah, no, I just want to see them wrestle. Yeah, I have to admit. I, that. Like when we got Belair versus EO at the end of this, yeah. they had a great match. I wasn't bothered by the promos. It was just Bailey and Belair going back and forth. And it was, it was all right, but like there was nothing exciting about it, particularly. Um, but yeah, the match itself was, was really good. And it was actually a clean win in the end, for Belair with a KOD, which is fine, I think, because you can't have the champion lose to EO um, in the build-up. No. That would be a bit weird. So. No, no, but it should have a good match. Um, and you mentioned this may go to War Games, and someone we may see with the face team is Candice LeRae, who arrived on Monday Night Raw Probably not the biggest surprise because of Johnny. No. Like, I, I, and I wasn't I think, expecting it yet, though. I don't think she ever left WWE, did she? I think she was her always contract contracted. Did run out. No, it her did. contract definitely okay. ran out. Yeah. Okay, I always thought she was just there, but just obviously was pregnant. Given no, her contract did definitely. It ran out before Johnny's, I believe. Um, but just nice to see again. No, like, uh, build-up well, her to and Gargano both just came out randomly. Yeah. Both in Canada randomly as well. Um you know, I don't know if that's deliberate or coincidence, but yeah, yeah it and was... just come out exactly as she was NXT. The Poison Pixie just comes out. Um, Nikki SHY, I thought her her facial reactions to Candice coming out, she was like 
she looked like she was genuinely like stunned. Yeah, yeah. And we'll talk about her after the match as well. I do want to get a key point about yeah. her after the match. But the match itself wasn't a lot to it. No. I thought Nikki SH was the perfect person for her to just kind of beat on the first night. Like yeah, a, heel, so. a mid-card heel. Um, you're not doing any harm by that. Um, it tells another story as well with Nikki, like I say. And Candice obviously had an interaction afterwards. And I was just like, oh, Are we getting Candice to come tonight <laughs> on, on Raw next week? I yeah. think. Yes, it is. Yeah, oh, that's and I was just like that. NXT. And Tri- Triple H must be loving this. He's just booking Candice LeRae be Dakota Kai on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, like, who would have thought that a few months back? Madness. I know it's, it's great, and like you say, I'm pretty sure she'll be the fourth member. Well, we don't know if it's going to be four or five members or what it's going to be, but um, it, war games are normally four on four or two, three teams of like three or whatever. But yeah, um, she'll probably be the fourth member of the the face team. Yeah. Um, I was talking about this with our uh, our friend Tyler earlier on, uh, uh, who's been on the podcast. But um, we were talking about what the Women's War Games match might be. And we spoke about that. And I said, I've got a funny feeling. We may get like a, an Alexa Bliss heel turn in this or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, could be a Candice LeRae heel turn. She might team up with her old NXT pals. But I think something like that is coming down the line in this feud to, to really make it interesting. Yeah, you could be right. You could be right. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing who joins the other team if assuming that Candice LeRae is the fourth member um, and like we say if they did a five Indy Hartwell coming up would be perfect fifth person um, because then you can do Candice and Indy versus damage control for the the women's tag belts perfect as well Um, and then I would love it to be Sasha and Naomi on the other team but I just don't I'm just not sure at the moment that that's going to happen with with what they're doing doing outside TV stuff, aren't they? They're doing fashion modeling. They're doing TV stuff. They yeah, seem to be having a great time. They went. They, they're in a rush to come yeah, back. They had like radio silence for a little while. Now they are everywhere on Twitter. They're doing stuff all over the shop. Those two. Yeah. So yeah, they are. Um, doesn't feel like they're due back imminently. No, no, it doesn't. And I think they're still. I think they'll be on good terms with Triple H, and they've probably spoken to him. But I don't think they'll be rushing back. I'm hoping they come back by at least like the Rumble. Um, and we can get them then, but we'll 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 see. I thought originally they would definitely be involved in this feud, building up to Survivor Series, um, but at the moment I don't think it's likely. Um, no. I'd love it to be them, but I just I don't think it will be. Um, so that was all the women's stuff on the show, really, wasn't it? Oh, it's just a quickly word on Nikki SH because I said I'd speak. Oh about yeah. After. So she took her mask off at the end of this match and looked, you know, she was like having a bit of a breakdown. Um, I think we're slowly going back to and Triple H loves changing the names and changing the old gimmicks. We're getting hopefully we get old style Nikki Cross back because old style so. Nikki Cross is great. Nikki SH, you know, we're not fans particularly. I didn't mind her at first, but at this point, I think this is awful. Yeah, it can only go um, so far this gimmick, can't it? And yeah, so I think we're getting old Nikki Cross back, which I'm all for. And def- definitely all yeah I, I want to see Nick, uh, Nicky Cross Piper Niven tag team so I want to say yeah as as, like, as them yeah yeah as them more yep um, so actually it, prior to this Raw for, we had like five four or five really good matches announced for the show um, we did yeah Belair V like Sky was up but they put, put a really good card out for us uh, one of those was Seth and Ray um, yep that's what so Seth had a promo before, just talking about the fight pit against Riddle. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then we got the match, Seth and Ray. And just before the match started, Seth kind of playing back to when he... Yeah, I was going to mention took, that. I'm glad, um, I'm glad you spotted out. it as well, because he was yeah. doing this, like mocking his eye from the eye for yeah. an eye match. I was like, that's a great callback. Then, everyone remembers that feud because everyone hates it. I mean, yeah. I didn't hate... Uh, to be honest, I remember that match being an amazing match with a it, terrible it, it stipulation. Was, yeah, th- that was... Yeah, um, eye for an everyone eye. says it was a terrible match, but it wasn't. It was a great match wrestling wise but yeah. it had a, such a stupid stipulation yeah it was that it tough. nearly ruined it and it nearly did a fiend seth situation where it was like so bad that it's going to be like worst match of the year contender and seth nearly had another one where you're like oh no it's, it's happened to him again but <laughs> luckily it hadn't hasn't where it's like you know ruined him um, no, but, but yeah so we but they got, made up for it here yeah we we got dominic and Rhea come down as well to distract ray and i i quite like seth being like Dominic gets it now because Dominic was like uh, obviously it's like heel and dark and he like looked at Seth and like nodded and yeah it's just like again just playing back to that history they've clearly got that is it's just nice but a good match and Seth got the win with distraction from Rhea and Dominic to be expected yeah Dom wanted him to hit him with the chair again he refused pushed Rhea pushes Ray into the ring post and then a stomp. And then what I loved as well, we didn't mention that, but he finished it with a Peruvian necktie. Oh, yes. Um, and this was, at first I was like, is this a new move from Rollins? But it, it isn't. What it was, it's just an MMA, it's an MMA move. Yeah. And it was a warning to Riddle about the fight pit. And I thought that was a fantastic detail to this finish. I thought that is spot on. They, they knew what they were doing with that. Um yeah, it was called a Peruvian necktie. I've never heard of it, but it was clearly an MMA style submission. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was awesome. And Ray just kind of passed his out in it um, as a message to Riddle. Yeah, I thought that was fantastic. The match was really good. Ray was great in this, as always. Rollins, too. And yeah, loved it. Yeah, really good. And this had, I mean, this the wrestling on this show was, there wasn't loads of amazing angles and storylines on it. There was one or two good things, but the wrestling on this show was, just ridiculously good. Well, again, I, I think we maybe mentioned it last week is the in, intertwining of storylines and the interactions yeah. of people within storylines. And Judgment Day were involved a lot on this show because we also had Riddle and Priest. Actually, I think it was the main event, was it? It Riddle was the Priest? main event. Yeah. I was surprised it was the main event. Interesting main I event. I thought AJ obviously. and Sammy was going to be the main event, to be honest. Yeah, the Edge return at the end is why that, this was that the was main why, event. That yeah. yeah. um, was waiting for the White Rabbit. To be honest with you, I thought we might get yeah, there. All, all show. That's another thing as well. What is hanging over us? Yeah. Uh, well, we had the QR codes come up again here, didn't we? And we yeah, had... the video was like um, showing actually era wrestlers, wasn't it? Like The Rock and yeah, there were some um, other people. There was Cody in it as well. There was a few other. Was there Cody? Yeah, I, yeah I but it was, it was like dashing Cody Rhodes. It was weird. Um, but yeah, it, and there was uh, some what they called like geographical points that pointed to a location. And one of them was called Corbin, Kentucky. And people were like, is this got something to do with Corbin? Are we going to see some- the next clue? Maybe it's going to be behind Corbin on Friday on SmackDown. Yeah. And then the, the location of one of the things was Wyndham, which yeah. is obviously Bray Wyatt's name. So it's very interesting. But um, I think this plays out to extreme rules now. Actually, I think yeah. they mentioned it on the bump earlier. They spoke about the right rabbit QR codes on the bump. Mm. So WWE TV are now talking about White Rabbit. So oh, yeah, not... they're, they're selling T-shirts and everything. It's yeah. not, they're not it's, hiding It's, it's it. not a hidden secret. It's, it's, not is... sit- it's not really subtle anymore. It's, no. it's proper in effect. And again, during the advert breaks, they, they did the lighting and played the song. 
again, which was it's, it's, it's amazing. Who knows? It's fantastic stuff. It's Bray Wyatt's mine. It's got to be. Yeah, it's got it, to be. Only one. He's the he's the guy that comes up with this kind of shit. Absolute genius. Um, I, and I love it. Anyway, we, that was a bit off yeah. topic. To what yeah. We were anyway, going to, Riddle but... and Priest. Really good match. Um, Riddle got the win. Um, there was a mad spot in this. Just want to say where Priest carried. Riddle over to the barricade and literally dropped him back first onto it. It was nuts. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah was but they're great. You can, again, you can tell when people get on in real life because they're great chemistry in the room. Yeah. And they're like really good friends in real life. Oh, Riddle so, and Priest, yeah. Um, you know, so they were fantastic. It was a really good match. It was so good. And then obviously Edge comes down and challenges Finn Balor to an I quit match at Extreme Rules. That will be fantastic and it is the first i know we've had quite a lot of interactions between judgment day and obviously edge and mysterios and yeah uh, it's the first one-on-one match between edge and finn balor yeah ever so and i saw finn balor tweet about it and i saw dax harwood actually reply to it on twitter saying yeah yes with like heart emojis on it so mm. like i think everyone knows that this is probably this might be a dream match for finn balor probably uh, is. i wonder if there. the fdr boys are watching WWE right now and the triple h and thinking oh god wouldn't mind being over there well something. they're not on, they're not doing a lot on aw at the moment but exactly um, yeah they might as well uh, um yeah just that's just a sidebar but yeah really good ending to raw um and the other judgment day um interaction was with aj styles um yes. so i guess We'll get into the match with Sami Zayn. Yeah. Um, another amazing match. I, I thought, thought this was out of the probably, probably the, the match the of the night. I think it was the match. This match was insane and insane. You know, and and what I I was listening to a podcast. I think it was from Sap actually afterwards, um, talking about Sami Zayn. And he said, you know, he's getting a lot of credit for his character work, and that's and rightly so. But what people forget sometimes forget is how actually amazing he is in the ring. He's, uh, he's insanely good. Like so obviously good. he's in there with a great opponent in this match as well. But there was uh, a AJ, move. Yeah. There was a move in this match that I'd never seen before. Um, it was crazy. I don't even know what it was called, but it was insane. Um, and he was, yeah, it was. And obviously, again, they had him wrestle and hit Kevin Evans as well. In they had to have him on the show. It's in Canada. Um, yeah. Not quite as wild a crowd as Montreal was, and the other yeah. one they went to was it Montreal and. Was it both Montreal? I can't remember. Yeah, they were both yeah. they were both Canada shows anyway, and SmackDown and War weren't they a few weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. Um, not quite as insane crowd, but still, Sammy was popular here, and yeah, there was, this match was just—I mean, it was incredible. Sammy was doing, did a flip moonsault to the outside as well. I just don't see him do shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I just thought Sammy. This was like better than we've win, seen for a which while. Which also never happened to him. Yes, he always he loses, beat AJ Styles. He yeah. beat AJ Styles. Now I saw a lot of people speculating that this this match, when this match was announced, because apparently Roman and AJ is the house show circuit match at the moment. Mm. Roman and AJ are doing house show matches. People yeah. were suspecting that maybe Styles would beat Sammy here, and that would lead, eventually maybe lead to Styles v Roman at uh, Survivor Series. But the fact that AJ lost here, I don't think that's happening. I think you might see AJ maybe in one of the guys that goes against the bloodline if it's a war games match, but yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, it I don't looks like AJ's getting back involved with, again, this is another one, AJ and judgment day. And then AJ went off for a bit, didn't do much. And he's come back. And then we saw Balor approach him last week. Um, and then after the match, Balor comes down again with judgment day, offers him to join judgment day. Puts up the two sweet sign, and AJ just middle finger right in Balor's yeah, face. Yeah, I love that. I love Brilliant. that. And then they 
Judgment Day take him out and to the point they have a neck around, uh, a steel chair around his neck and then Balor refrains from stamping on it. Yes. And I saw so, Balor tweet after saying, you know, you're, you're my friend, I wouldn't hurt you sort of thing. Like, he, like he's, he's playing into, no, you're my friend, I'll always, you know. I I've seen that. a lot of people debating whether, you know, I've seen some people say AJ should join the Judgment Day. I've seen some people say Anderson. In my opinion, he shouldn't. I don't think. AJ no, I don't being, think you should. Either. I don't think AJ suits that kind of style of faction, to be honest. And I, I, I would I, rather see him go against it with a, a faction of his own. Yeah, I don't think there's enough um, credible, ba- like top tier babyfaces either. I think you'd keep him. You talk yeah. about ro- opponents for Roman. There's not many, and AJ is one of them. So I, I'd keep True. him babyface as long as. Um, I don't think Judgment Day needs to expand, expand much now. I like big factions, but now they've got Dom. That's it should be all like about that. Dom. But this is what I mean. Judgment Day are getting involved with Riddle, they're getting involved with AJ, they're getting involved with um, Rey Mysterio. They've got like, like Edge. They've they got, like, again, from a, a few months back, they were on main event and weren't even on Raw when Rio yeah. were injured. So they are all over running like Raw right now. They are littered throughout the three hours that you'll see them three or four times throughout the show. And it's just, I just love when stuff that happens. I just love the joined up thinking the, I mean, we'll get into AW later, but AW, you get 30 seconds sometimes and that's all you get for the whole week. Whereas Judgment Day right now, we're just getting segment after segment, all joined up thinking. It's, there's all, it's all logical. It all makes sense what they're doing. Like mm-hmm. the riddle thing makes sense. The AJ thing makes sense. The Ray thing makes sense. It just all links really well. And I just think, um, they're, again, one of my favorite things on Raw right now. I love Judgment Day. I love everything they're involved in. And it helps yeah. it, it helps their opponents are, you know. Riddle. The only thing I don't particularly like is when Dominic cuts promos. But other than that. <laughs> I've reminded um, his last couple. I think the Dominic. crowd, obviously the heat he got last week, the crowd from the crowd, yeah. that was great. But when he actually cuts promos, it's not the best. But it's not, it's not been as bad as I thought, I guess. Um, no, it's, yeah. it's not they're, as bad they're, as... they're all over the show and involved in different things in the same way damage control are as well. Um, yeah. And it, these heel factions are quite prominent. And then obviously you've got the bloodline. So you've got well, and it, three it, heel it, factions at the moment that are quite dominant. Yeah. Oh, oh and I was going to say Imperium as well um, on SmackDown. Yeah. And also, speaking of stuff all linked in, we've already mentioned Alpha Academy with Braun Strowman over on SmackDown. They're here on Raw. They've yep. been, you know, interacting with Gargano and Owens. Had the tag team match on Raw. Um, again, another really good match. Gargano and Owens get the win. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we set up Gargano v Otis next week. Yeah, we? so Gargano v Otis, and obviously Strowman v call. Gable. Yeah, Fury spoke to them afterwards. I got a phone call, and it was Strowman. It was Strowman versus Gable. Yeah. So Alpha Academy, they always they always lose. They always hit, but. They're always on TV. They're always in matches. But they're, they're two incredible workers. They're just so and reliable. Those I guys. think, yeah, I think Triple H just knows that you can put them out there and have, they can be just good again, heels. Remember talking a year back or two years back about Gable being so un, like misused or how good he is and how like such yeah. good in-ring performance he was, Shorty G and all this oh, stuff that was he's terrible. doing. It was terrible. Now he's in the right spot. He's performing twice a week at the moment. He's on, he's on every he's on Raw and SmackDown. He's doing he's just everywhere. Yeah. And again, they're, they're they're interacting with a couple of people. You got Gargano, who's got this theory thing still going on. He's interacting with these guys. Owens is kind of everywhere. He's with theories with Alpha Academy. He's like he, you know, Owens is all over the shop as well. So yeah, it, it just feels like a coherent 
the storytelling right now on Raw is and SmackDown just yeah it's, yeah it's, it's, it's really good it's so good this is what I watch wrestling for right now like I'm like a kid in a in in a sweet shop at the moment with whenever Raw and SmackDown come on I just love it and I mean you talk about the storytelling as well but the in action again in this match, oh yeah, it, yeah really ring, really good insane. like KO randomly. Just out of nowhere, there's an elbow drop off the barricade for a table here. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, it's just insane. And uh, yeah, go, go, great to see Gargano um, wrestling. Yep. I put, still put, I'm still trying to get used to Gargano wrestling on Raw. It feels weird. And I wrote that. Weird. And then in the next match, uh, his wife comes out and I was like, okay, this is even weirder. I know, Gargano like, and just, Candice. I just got to get used to these people being like Raw wrestlers now, not just like having great matches on NXT. Um, because on old, I just don't think it would have happened. Johnny Gargano on old WWE TV just wouldn't have worked. No. Um, but now it's really, I mean, he's, he's going to be great, I'm sure, because he's one of Triple H's guys. And uh, yeah. team with KO is a cool start. I don't think this tag team is going to be like a proper tag team that goes long. No, no, and no, I don't no, think yeah. it should be. I think it should be, uh, you know, they're both single stars. You could maybe type, do something with Gargano and Champa, obviously, if you wanted to redo DIY. At some well, point. I was thinking Champa's actually someone we haven't seen for a couple of weeks. He had that initial spurt, didn't he, when Triple H took over his US title picture? And then he was involved. Actually, I think he might have been on Raw. I think he's been week. on Raw like every week. But Whenever Loomis week. cut through the ring. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, he's been on Raw every week, just not this week. Did we? Oh, we did get a Lumis and Miz, didn't we? This week, Miz was doing a photo shoot, and then he had the oh, Miz Force security team. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, that's then... another good thing. They throughout the show, people walk walking around and just like seeing security guards on the floor. Yeah, um, it's, it's just a little touch, but it's just, it's just like it. And then you know, and then at the end, predictably, Lumis got got hold of him. He was dressed as a hockey player, and um, yeah. hit him with a stick over his back, and then again goes yeah. to sleep. Again, well, I said it last week. Don't know what the end goal is here. I'm assuming. I was thinking they were going to have a match of extreme rules, but we are now at six matches, which has it been might... the Triple H formula. So I don't know if we're going to get it on on extreme rules. We might do. Yeah, I mean, it's not one of those that has to be on extreme rules. And we've also got, you know, um, yeah, Gargano Fury. That is going to happen. Yeah, I think that could be a not... raw main event rather than a pay per view match. But it depends yeah. whether they put the briefcase online or anything like that. But again, they could drag it out till. They've got Crown Jewel in the middle of this, don't forget, as well. So yeah, they're going to want to do save some feuds for that because Crown Jewel will be a little bit of a show in the middle. I don't think they're going to do the same feuds at Crown Jewel and Extreme Rules. I think they'll do the same. Extreme Rules will then lead to Survivor Series and Crown Jewel will be its kind of separate show in the middle. Because you've got Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul, for example, at that show. It yeah. doesn't feel relevant to anything else that's going on. No, but you get a lot of these. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. It's a Saudi show. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> and I feel like we might get, um, maybe we'll get a Johnny Theory there, like just for the sake of it, you know? Yeah, maybe. Um, anything... That doesn't feel a very Saudi Arabian match, does it? No. The Saudi prince is going to be like, well, let's have this. Yeah, but, that's right. They do. They, not every match is for that, I suppose. But No, I suppose you're right. Um, we, the only thing I, from Raw is Omos beat, Two random guys again. Yeah, again, I'm it's happened a few, few weeks. Omos is just, I feel like he shouldn't be on TV. Like, either have him do something or because he's, he's established enough. We don't need to see him beat these jobbers anymore. 
Yeah, it's the same thing over and over. This is what you do when, this is what you do to Braun, maybe even Braun Strowman isn't new, is he? Even though he's just joined, he's not new. Like, when someone new joins, like, you know, hit road. They did it a lot with Braun Strowman when he first did join. But just for Omar, someone who's been on the main roster for, you know, a year, two years he's on the main roster for, Mm. um, to all of a sudden start be doing squash matches against two jobbers is a bit, like, and just not interested. And they're making him look dominant. And and it doesn't lead to anything either. There's nothing like... No, no I want it to lead. If it's going to lead somewhere, then fine. But I don't think it is. And I just want to give a a shout out, actually, um, for something we said on Raw, just reminded me, because Omos Mm. reminded me of Veer a bit, because we were talking about Veer last week. And you made the call that Veer should be up with uh, Sanger. And I said, yeah, why not bring up Sanga, have them on the main roster as a tag team? Now, that hasn't happened. Mm. But Veer at NXT live events has been working in a tag team with Sanga. So, and it's I the, saw... It's the best thing for us. Um, I was looking on the rosters, and Veer is now on NXT, by the looks of it. He wasn't on NXT. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, I think Veer has been demoted down to NXT. But I don't have a problem with that, because I think a Veer-Sanga tag team is the best use. I mean, we said that last week. I thought it was a genius yeah. idea from you. And a day later, Triple H done it. So I don't know if he listens. Exactly. He, prob- he probably does, Triple H. Um, but yeah, that's happened. Um, so that's interesting. So that's interesting one... because we, we saw Sanger this week, but didn't see there. No, we didn't. I don't. I think they'll probably build up to it as a TV thing. But, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, like... I guess they try and use house shows. I'm pretty sure Veer is now listed as an NXT. Uh, wrestler, not it's interesting, yeah. It's interesting to know. Should we move on to NXT then? Yeah, that, that seems like a good enough segue, doesn't it? Yeah, so again, just to open up the NXT show, we had um, the NXT title picture, uh, Breaker, and then McDonough and Dragonov came down, and uh, Breaker set up a triple threat match for Halloween Havoc which I think was predictable from last week. Um, nothing spectacular about this promo. Um, Breaker did a little math joke, didn't he? Yeah, the, um, I did the Steiner math thing. Yeah, if my math's right, thing. it usually people, is. People popped, popped for that. that was yeah, a... they don't really do much for me, but I know it's uh, a thing people like. But yeah, I mean, I think we both said it all last week, but this, that's going to be a good match, isn't it? The triple threat for the yeah, title. It will be good. And yeah, like I said, it wasn't anything too... Um excited about this program, but I did like the fact they kind of referenced the history between Madonna and um, Ilya with obviously the last, what, yeah. uh, the man, the loser leaves NXT UK match that they had. Which was amazing, that. by the way. If you've not watched that, I don't go back I and watch it. it. Go <laughs> back, that was I stopped watching NXT match. UK towards the end and I was just like, what's the point now? Such but, a good match. Yeah. As you I, could expect. Like, there were so many great matches on that show that just yeah. were in front Dra- of nobody I mean, that nobody watched. Dragonov barely had a bad one. No, I know. He's, he's on NXT. Awesome. Uh, um, he did actually, yeah. I mean, that's a decent enough segue to, to the yeah. match he had on here. So he has a confrontation backstage with Zion Quinn, um, who said basically does, doesn't see what a hype's all about. Um, and, I mean, we, we've got a confrontation later, but I don't really see what a hype is with Zion Quinn calling it. No, no, he, he was right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, the match wasn't amazing. It wasn't anything special, but it was an earlier match. Still good. And he that's, had his yeah. cool moves towards the end of it. Yeah, he, he needs to get a few wins before he has his title match. So, yeah. Makes yeah sense. Zion, wins Zion Quinn is just a guy that appears occasionally losing. But also, he's he's low down the cup, but he's also like, big enough in, in stature to feel like a decent person to beat. Like, yeah. 
you know, he hasn't just beat a, um, you know, Brody Hayward or someone. He's beat someone, you know. And he had, a, he had a confrontation with Quincy Elliott. That was it. Afterwards. Yeah. So Quincy we... was like, I don't get what the fuss is all about with you or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember what he said exactly. And I was like, good point, Quincy. Yeah, like exactly, yeah. always loses and he thinks he's amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's obviously point. a feud they're going to do, um, which is yeah. fine. I mean, Quin- Quincy Elliott, it's doesn't mean I had a feud yet. So no, good to... that's a good first feud for him. I, I think uh, I've been a few times to people that they've had Zion Quinn as he's, again, yeah. he's kind of in that role that like he. I feel like he could be more than that though. I feel a bit bad for it, but he could be. Yeah, he definitely could. Um, again, we got a lot of the women's division on this show, and a lot of the women's NXT is great. At. The women's title picture. So we had a scheduled match: Mandy Rose and Fallon Henley. Yep. Not again. It was all right. Nothing spectacular, but Mandy got the win. Um, and called out Alba Fire after. Um, yeah, I thought it was a pretty good match actually. Fallon held her own considering yeah, she was no, in the I, mean, I think, I think Fallon is, is pretty good. Yeah, and I thought they might have her lose quite quickly, but they didn't. Um, because they've done that with other Mandy Rose matches where I thought, oh, they might give them a decent, you know, a decent match, and then Mandy's beating them really fast. But um, yeah, this was decent, and then we got a visual message from KLR. Okay, oh, KLR, I can't call her that anymore. Uh, yeah, Alba AF. Fire. Alba Fire. <laughs> um, we are just saying, and new. Yep. In and fire. then later on, we got um, the Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark confronted by Toxic Attraction. Yeah. Alba Fire puts a line of fire between so them. So we're both. clearly going to get a six woman tag. Yeah. I and think. I think we're heading to Nikita and Zoe go against. I was supposed to go for the titles. They're not the champions, are they? Although they might be because we had Nikita Lyons beat Caden Carter on the show. Yes. Yeah, so. They're so finally th- doing some stuff with the tag team, women's tag teams, by the looks of it. Yeah, I feel like they may be moving towards giving the belts to Lions and Stark and then having that as a title feud. But I feel a bit bad for yeah. the chance of getting cut. They might not, to be fair, they might cost them. What might happen is Toxic Extraction might cost them the titles and then they just yeah. do that feud anyway. Uh, that's probably more likely the direction, I reckon, actually. Um, yeah. Either way, they're doing something. And I think we're going to get a six women tag there, which will probably then set up. Alba versus Mandy properly. Um, I mean, it's basically it's, happened anyway. Isn't yeah, it? I think Mandy actually yeah, challenged is, uh, for Halloween It is actually Havoc, happening, yeah. yeah. So Halloween Havoc's just a weekly special show, isn't it? It's not yeah, a, it's not a pay-per-view. pay-per-view. Yeah. It's not a take. I don't think so, anyway. Um, okay. I, I'm not sure, but I don't, I don't think so. And the other women's match we got on the show was a debut. What do you make of Sol Ruka? Very athletic. Yep. Um, lots of good, like, gymnastic-y style stuff. Um, a match of a Marvy Miller is a bit of who's you know a bit of a nothing on NXT. She just pops yeah. up every now and then. It was okay. I don't know a lot about Solwuka. I don't know her character. I don't know her. I don't know her background in terms of. I'm, I'm assuming she wasn't a. I'm assuming she was involved in stuff outside of wrestling. Yeah, I think NXT. she's one of these. A bit like um, Tiffany Stratton and <coughs> Lash Legend, where they're yeah. they're an athlete before they're yeah. a wrestler. Which is what they they've signed a lot of these people now. Yeah. Um, which is fine. A lot of them turn out to be great, so it's not not mm. a problem. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know a lot about her. She seemed all right. It, it felt like I'm a very low that. key debut, I would say. Like, yeah, about as low key as you can get facing Amari Miller in the middle the of the show. The only other woman stuff we got on the show was we got. Um, we got something with Wendy Chu and Lash. Uh, Wendy Chu and Lash Legend are going to have a match. Um, yeah. Not particularly interested. In I, I Wendy Chu just beat so quickly, to be honest. Yeah, just not interested. In I, I like Wendy Chu. Don't I really like Lash Legend. So, um. yeah, I, I got no real affections for either of them. Thomas Um The North American title. We got some action there. 
in terms of, yes. and again, another thing caller made last week, where I said the third match between. Yeah, you did. And as soon Axion, as you said that, I was like, yeah, clearly they're going to do yeah, that. That one was, a, that one was a, a quite an obvious good call. Yeah, yeah. The other thing I really didn't see, it was a good idea, but I didn't see it happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, this uh, one, though, was a no-brainer. So that, that's for next week, isn't it, that one? Yeah. Um, and so, so far we had Aura Mensa qualify. Aura Mensa, yeah. Um, and then we had, I think you said last week, you predict Wesley to win the North American title. He beat Tony D'Angelo here to earn but, a spot. Yeah, this match needs talking about because this there's a legitimate injury here. Um, yeah. which is a real shame. You don't really often weird. see them on live TV where the X goes up from the yeah. ref. Um, yeah, you saw it on TV, didn't you? Quite, I was quite half, I was half watching this match whilst doing something else. I wasn't like paying up. I was yeah. watching it, but I was like, I wasn't looking at the screen when I just heard the bell ring. I looked around mm. and like it was in the corner, and then I looked around and the bell rang. I was like, huh? Did I miss a mm. pin like a roll up or? And I looked around and I saw the replay, and his, his knee just completely gives in. Yeah, um, it's it's really like innocuous. It's like a toe drop toe hold in the corner. There's yeah, nothing he, like it throws him into the. He throws him into the. He basically throws him into the corner. He goes head. I at first thought it was a head injury because he hits his head in the corner. Like it's a yeah, base, so did I, is, yeah. Is what you do. That look. It didn't look anything wrong with it, and the, and there obviously wasn't because it wasn't that. It was it was the knee getting back up, just completely gave way. And, and where's Lee's face? Said it all. Did it wasn't. A yeah, story he, he because looked, he, looked he looked really looked, upset. He looked yeah. quite upset that it happened. Um, so whether he was, we'll never know whether he was supposed to win. But I think he was. I'm sure. He I was. think he was going to win anyway. I. Um, but he'd have had to win because. Well, I think they could, couldn't do the match. They, could, they can make it into a story because Wesley still hasn't actually like won to earn his way in because he was like given a, 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 a spot in the match and he said no, I want to earn it and he. That's why he went for this qualifier. And actually, he didn't even beat Tony D'Angelo properly. It was because D'Angelo picked up a freak injury. So I'll, I'll, I reckon Wesley next week should come back and say, actually, I still haven't earned it. I want to do it again and make him fight someone else, like a, I don't know, Sanger, I don't know. Duke John. Hudson. Yeah, Duke Hudson or someone <laughs> to qualify. A low, um, another lower card hill you could just beat. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah so Wesley, I, I, think, I, I think you're probably bang on because I'm looking at the people in there. And Unless it, Carmelo wins it again. I well, don't and really the other qualifiers as well, because the other qualifier announced is Andre Chase v. Von Wagner. Yeah, that's... So it's that's Carmelo, that. Wesley, Aura Carter, and then one of Axiom and Nathan Fraser and one of Von Wagner. I mean, Chase. one of them could win it, but I think Wesley... Wesley, to me, feels like the standout. And, and the story Carmelo. with uh, the, the attack from Carmelo. Yeah. Um, everything, everything points to Wesley to me. But we'll see. Yeah, I, I agreed out with that. Um, I was actually a bit upset they went with Andre Chase von Wagner as the other qualifier. Yeah, that's a bit lame. I reckon they could have lame. done um, something with Apollo, maybe. I, I don't know. There's, I feel like there's... Yeah. I know, I, I, I've been underwhelmed by Apollo. I was excited when Apollo moved down. So I thought, finally, they're going to do something with it. Yeah, it has been rubbish so far. I think it's been crap, yeah. It, yeah, it started off yeah, okay. Was... The first couple of weeks, I was like, this is all right. And then it's just gone downhill. And I've not, I think it's rubbish now, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, no, I agree with you. I actually quite like Andre Chase, by the way, just FYI. But... I like him in a comedy. He's a comedy lower card. Yeah, he's just not. He's like Drew Gulak was, wasn't he? That's what he kind of reminds me of. Yeah. He's got a lot of Drew yeah. Gulak's PowerPoint presentation yeah. gimmick. Like, that's basically what he's kind of similar to that, where he does teaching. And then he, uh, there was a funny little rib actually in his, because he has a little, um, he does a press interview. 
doesn't he, on this one. Mm. And um, he takes questions from a guy called Dave, who's blatantly a dig at Dave Meltzer, because he goes, what's your question, Dave? He's like, yeah, you've, Dave you've, you've ever been in the ring or something, didn't And you? he was like, did you think that was a five-star question? Because obviously Dave <laughs> yeah. does his five-star match ratings. It was a complete <laughs> job at Dave Meltzer. I like that. Yeah. Um, apart from that, there wasn't a lot to it, but yeah. No, and another match you could have had as a qualifier, we had Joe Gacy and Cameron Grimes as well on the on the card. Uh, I, I feel I think, like they don't want Gacy to be in there because they're doing something else with him. They um, are, yeah. Um, Joe Gacy got the win here, interestingly, beat Cameron Grimes. Probably plays into the story better if it, Gacy I think wins. It, if, it, if Grimes just beats Gacy, then it shows that he doesn't need, yeah. need the, them at all. But yeah, because I mean, we had uh, Jaguar. I'm not a massive fan of this story. Line, in, but push him out of the way, and then I feel a bit sorry for Cameron Grimes. I feel like his time in NXT since yeah, basically I, I am the, the LA Knight, since basically up. the great stuff with LA Knight that he did with um, what's his name, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Yeah, that stuff was golden. Since that, it's slowly gone. And he obviously had a quick title run with the North American title. That was all right. Yeah, but since like it's just, I feel like he's. He's not really doing anything anymore. It's not really much point in him being there, unfortunately. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather, then again, is he going to do a lot on the main roster? I'm not sure. So it's, it's a tough spot. Under triple, under triple H, maybe. Under maybe, Vince, but there's, no, no, no it's so, such a, there's a lot of people getting brought back, a lot of you know other people. I mean, Santa's yeah, well, yeah, there's only so many spots. There's there. only so many spots. And I just, yeah, I want him to do something. They could make turn this into something interesting. Maybe he, turn, he does join them. And like I said, if they do join them, what I'd want him to do is bring back like grizzled young veterans and he's like the third member of that and they kick out joe gacy of the group and they they completely get rid of this like supernatural cult leader thing whatever yeah and they just turn into like three madmen. <laughs> um that yeah. i would enjoy but right now i'm not i'm not into the feud really no i'm with you there um feud i'm into is the diamond mine we got yeah. damon kemp and Brutus Creed here. And I guess, it probably, again, it probably worked out how it should work out because Kemp needs to make himself more of a heel. Like, he's clearly yes. going so ultra heel. So he just gets hill. DQ'd here, Yeah, he? just hits him with And to be honest, I think, I think the, me- the, the money in the match is between Julius. Because Julius, Brutus is good, don't get me wrong. Oh, Julius but every time one, yeah. uh, the Creeds wrestle, Julius is the one that everyone talks about and has that hype. I feel like it's one of those situations yeah, Ju- Judas where Creed is one a, standing is, is out a, a lot is more a than star. the other. Yeah, yeah, he is a star. Brutus is fine; he's good, but yeah. Julius is like legitimate, like really, really good. And I feel like that's just going to annoy him even more. And you're and he shouted into the camera at Julius, didn't he? Yeah, you know, he said, "Fight me" or something. Julius, after he's smashing his brother with the chair. So I think that is. I, I want to see where Roderick Strong. I don't know whether we're going to see Roderick Strong again. You might say, know is, what is, is there any news on him? Because I assume it was just a storyline injury, but no. I don't know if he's injured. I don't know if he's. Yeah. Obviously, we know he requested his release months ago. I don't know if they had no plans for him, whether they're going to call him up to a main roster. Like, I don't know what is going on there. But Damon Kemp is more interesting than he's ever been. So I'll, I'll give it that. And I like Diamond Mine. I like the feud. Yeah, it's all, it's all good. This is yeah, all fine. It's good. And then the only thing left, I think, is the main event. Yeah, I, I do want to just quickly match. mention. Oh, go on, yeah. Before we get to the main event. Pretty Deadly had a hilarious Oh, yes. Yeah. This is so unbelievably camp, and I but I loved it. Honestly, yeah. it was so funny. I like, love how they go to bed together in the end. Uh, they're, they're whipping the, it was not PG at all. Not PG. Oh, it's amazing, yeah. Um this, yeah, I loved I loved it. Pretty deadly are hilarious. They are. And again, for they are main roster main roster ready. They are. 
Maybe, maybe, but they haven't they haven't been in NXT that long. Um, no, no, but, but they're one of those. They could have gone straight from NXT UK to a lot NXT. of the NXT UK guys could have. Like, yeah, obviously oh, Tyler Bate could have, JD McDonough could have, Kaylee Ray, uh, Alba Fire could have. You Dragon know, all off, of these people yeah. could have could have done. Yeah, Jack, they're all good enough to. It's just obviously you don't want to go up and not have any spot for them. And I think sometimes we've seen what happened with Dewdrop a little bit. I mean. Uh, the Triple H would be better, but like, don't she's not on TV that much. So I think, yeah, going to NXT first, working there for a bit. I mean, Walter did it, didn't he? He went into NXT first, then came up, yeah. and now now he's thriving. Um, yeah, so that's good. But yes, let's get to the main event. Good point. Yeah, Gallus and um, what's her name? Brooks, Brooks and Jensen and Josh. Brooks Jensen, Josh Briggs. Yeah, yeah. Who's the name? So it's two. Um, a really good main event, I thought. Again, I wasn't expected to be the main event, really. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of an odd one because although it's a pub rules match and it's like a hardcore type match, I don't think this is a match people cared about enough for yeah, it to be the main event. It's, it's not a title um, feud. It's whereas, not like, like the last couple of weeks, they've had really good matches that had like you've had the um, the Bate McDonough number one contender match. You've had I can't remember what else we've had, but we've had some really like strong matches. This was like <clears throat> okay, Gallus has only been on NXT TV about two or three times and Brooks and Jensen don't feel that over but um, obviously we had things throughout the night happening Joe Coffey got banned from inside because he headbutted a security guard yeah um, so they built it throughout the night I like that and the match was good I was it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a fun old match yeah yeah, Loads brutal. Of mm. yeah really enjoyed it and um, Briggs and Jensen's got the win a little bit surprised by that I thought Gallus would probably win here um, yeah, and obviously Gallus got arrested afterwards for beating up more security. So I think there's still storylines to go there. With that. I don't know if this is necessarily done. Yeah, I mean, what do you make of these like arrested storylines? I think they're stupid. Yeah, because I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, no, I like, know, and I don't really know what Dexter Lemus point... doesn't get arrested for breaking into the Miz's house. Yeah, um, but, but... And, and and he just stands up to Raw, and no one cares. Yeah, guys, like they 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 knock over one security guard, and then, yeah. then there's police there already waiting for him. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But then this is wrestling, and yeah. maybe it's not supposed to. But yeah, I'm not a fan of arrest angles. I think they're a little bit overdone. We've seen quite a few of them. Um, yeah, fair enough. Especially in WWE. Yeah, and I don't. I just don't think like. Why should anyone care about Gallus being arrested? Like they're, they're not over enough on NXT no, yet. They're not, it's not to... a hot enough angle for yeah. Care. It just felt oh, a bit no, no, weird. They've done it with like Ronda Rousey and stuff and Becky Lynch. Like that was fine because that's like your main event of WrestleMania. <laughs> like it's to build to something huge. But this just felt like it was just done for the sake of it. I don't really don't really know why. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, well, like I said if if they did it for. Um... If they did it for the Dexter Loomis stuff, you'd, it'd, it'd make a bit more sense. To be fair, he did, arrest, he, did, he did actually get arrested on NXT, didn't he? He, he did. Indeed, yeah, but like, still, he's been doing stuff since and no one's cared. Yeah. They're just like, oh, yeah, Miz, you've still got to come to work. It's just, let's just carry on. Like, no, <laughs> and, and there's countless other examples. I'll just use Dexter Loomis as one of them. Um, but yeah, strange. Yeah, should we move on to AEW? Yeah, let's let's move on because we're doing all in one. So let's talk about. Yeah. I guess we've got to talk about Grand Slam. Yeah, rampage we had the first. Grand Slam two-hour-long rampage. Seems so long ago. It does uh, I'm, I'm just looking through the matches? Happened, I'm trying to remember what happened. Um, we opened with a no DQ match: Darby Allen and Sting beat House of Black. 
Brody yeah. King and Buddy Matthews, who again taken some time off of AW since, hasn't he? Yes, yeah, so this, this is the last time we could see him for a while. little bit. A little him while. and, him and Black coming. now. And I think I saw Brody King tweet saying, like, I'm still here or something. Yeah, he, like, he put on the I'm not leaving thing. The uh, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Um, what Wolf of Wall Street is it? Yeah. I think it is. Uh, yeah, he put that gif, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, was, and he's actually been the one who's been pushed recently in Pass of Black. So yeah. He, you know, him on his own doesn't seem mad, actually. No, and he's got Julia Hart with him. Uh, yeah. who I think is key to this now. So it's not she too is. bad. Um, the match was, I mean, it's usual stuff. Darby Allen was doing some mad stuff. Darby Allen and Dockin. Sting only have like Tornado Tag, no DQ matches, those two. Yeah, and, and Sting's <laughs> like 60-something years old. How, how he's still going is um, But yeah, this was cool. Um, we got the great Muta enter the ring, and uh, he's an old rival of Sting's from like, you know, the 80s or something. It's mental yeah. how long he's been around as well. Like, this was cool, but like, you know, it's a bit random. Um, and there was a massive botch in this, looked really dangerous with Julia Hart getting knocked off the apron and completely missed the table, um, hitting her head. I don't even remember that. Yeah, so she, yeah. the, she gets knocked off the after Muta missed um, Buddy Matthews. Yeah. He goes off into the ropes, knocks Julia Hart off, and there's a table, and she, only her feet slightly touched it so the table's still intact apart from one little bit in the corner where her feet touched it and she goes flying past it and her head hits the floor in the barricade jesus um i'm sure she's fine but it looked horrible and it was it was not a good botch um so they've got to be careful with stuff like that but um yeah i mean sting and derby won it was all right yeah to say about it yeah it was a good match but like yeah that that, that's what stood out for me and i was like god that's dangerous yeah we got then next we got Hook and Action Bronson. Um, Action Bronson's so cool. Uh, yeah, really pretty like good, wasn't he? Against and he wraps his entrance. Parker and Menard from the JAS, probably the yeah, good, good opponents. Bronson held his own here. He thought he looked okay. Yeah, he was, he was all right. Um, his, he, all. Like I say, his entrance was cool. Hook and him won, which was the obvious move. Yeah, no. Mm. Like I say, this is a week ago now, so I'm not can't remember it spot by spot, but I don't no. know by what I've written down. But it was it was all right. I, I think it. we um, mentioned it earlier before recording. I just the the kind of dropped ball on Hook, who was like, off. can you remember the hype around Hook at the start of the year when we said he was like going to be superstar of the year and breakout of the year, and they just dropped the ball with him, haven't they? He, he just doesn't do enough. Like the team, no. it's just no, not enough. I, I just a bit upset, I guess, with how little. I mean, this was a cool like exposure for him to have. It was, but he still um, hasn't had a real spot, feud, but... a kind of mini feud of Tony Nice for yeah, a couple he's not, of weeks. He's not but... wrestled enough like top tier people. I, I definitely agree. And he's been on what Dynamite once or twice. Like, it's a handful of times. Yeah, he's 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 on Rampage when he's on. He's on Rampage, yeah. which isn't you know, it's just half the viewership. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame. And speaking of Tony Nice, him and Josh Woods took on yeah, um, War Joe. War Joe, quite a cool Wardlow name. Samoa Joe. Um, Wardlow and Samoa Joe is a cool team. Uh, it is a cool team, but, yeah. You know, War was, Joe. Again, get, get my problem with this was by this point, I was like, why have we had three tag team matches in a row? Um, I know the yeah. first one was a tornado, but I was like, and apart from the first one, the next two were kind of obvious who was going to win. They were kind of squash matches. So by this point, I was a bit like, okay, can we move on past this now? Um, but yeah. I love seeing Samoa Joe wrestle. It's not, doesn't happen, you know, we don't, it's, it's a treat still, isn't it? Because it doesn't feel like it happens that often. He's had the muscle bust though, which is a great move. Um, and then they powerbomb 
Mark Stellan afterwards. Yep, I'd like to see it. No, no complaints there. Yep. Uh, next the next up, match was great. Yeah, it was actually. I was about to say, Jungle Boy Ray Phoenix was really good match. Two, like, AW, you know, from the start, guys. Just, yeah. You'd love to see it. Really good, too. I was, I, I was kind of like, why is this match happening? But yeah, at the same random. time, I was like, it's just two baby Yeah, I almost don't care what's happening. It's just a great yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jungle Boy got the win as well. Probably needed a big singles win. Um, can't remember. Because yeah. he got squashed by Christian Cage. Um, I know Jungle uh, Luchasaurus interference, but... yeah. He um yeah he I think he needed a big win and then Cage confronted him afterwards. Um, yeah, Luchasaurus then, attacked him from behind. Hit yeah, him Luchasaurus tricked Sam. Christian basically warned him not to not to come back. Um, yeah, so Jungle Boy Christian Cage is going to happen at some point. That's 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 the big match here. Yeah, well, obviously it was meant to happen at the pay per view. Yeah, I, I, again, squash, I'm I'm I want to see Jungle Boy Luchasaurus go at it because. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, same. I think that's actually probably the more exciting match now because of how long they were together as a tag team as well. And I really like heel Luchasaurus. I just think he looks so much cooler as a heel. He does, yeah. He, he's a really good presentation. Then we got Sammy. Yeah. We finally got the Sammy Guevara Eddie Kingston match that was meant to happen at um, All Out. Yep. Um, yeah. Sammy called him a fat piece of shit at the start, um, which <laughs> obviously was a play on their backstage heat. Because that's apparently what you know. One of the things he said to him that upset him. Mm. They obviously allowed them to say that. You know, he's obviously okayed it or whatever. Um, match was all right. Obviously, you got to take take Mellow providing distractions outside. They did the making out thing. They do all the time yeah. as well. Um, but I loved the the finish of it. Was cool. I thought um, Eddie hit him with three yeah. spinning back fists. A submission didn't let go. Officials had to come over. Um, the only thing I uh, the only thing I didn't like I like I loved all that I didn't like them overriding the result I didn't yeah overturning the like decision that. yeah I don't so. you don't surely that's doesn't mean Sammy suddenly won I, yeah I didn't like yeah that. it's, it's uh, I didn't get that I think uh, that's that's something we've seen before in um wrestling I I just don't understand that I just there's no logic that logic it doesn't make sense no I don't think no I, I didn't like that bit but I like the the bit before that. Yeah, basically. I like to hold on, keeping hold of it after. And then Eddie taking out security was fine. Like, yep. That was all right. Yeah, it happens in AW a lot, doesn't it? Security get dominated. Wardlow took out half of them. Um, yeah. But in fairness, Dex Loomis took out all of them on um, Raw yeah. as well. So it just happens in wrestling a lot. Um, TBS title match, which is officially now the Rampage title, they might as well call it because it is. And it's, it's basically the squash title as well because yeah, it's, I mean, it's, every match I'm like, apart from for some reason I stupidly predicted Athena to win it all. Yeah, that, that was a that was a moment of madness. But it's because it's, she barely ever faces anyone that's half decent. So it's like yeah. maybe it'll be Athena that beats her because Athena's good. But here yeah. we've got Diamante who's not really been shown on TV. Yeah, Diamante we haven't seen on TV in God. And I, I thought like, she existed. We know Diamante is not ending the streak. And even we even know, like Dark Triangle is this. Trina, I don't even know who Trina is. No, so apparently she's quite well known in in America. Um, oh, okay. I believe she's a musician or a rapper or something. I don't know. I think I might be wrong, but yeah. So she endorses Jade at the end of that turn. Yeah, she I mean, just I just didn't mean anything to me that turn. I no, it, it didn't. I just I don't because I didn't know who she was. And, and again, it was it, the build. Like we only saw Trina for the first time on on Dynamite two days before. Like it's just such a small build storyline. Two days. Oh, here she is. Oh, she's turned already. I think like, this was just to get, honestly, I think this match was just to get Trina on the show, who's well known. Yeah. Because um, Diamante 
I forgot she existed, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and it gives Jade another one to on a list. Do you know what I mean? It ticks off another number. It's what, 39, 40 at this point. So yeah, whatever. And then we got the Battle Royal after that, which... Good old... So chaotic. Number one no contenders, idea Battle on. Royal with random people, Cutie Marshall, Dan Hauser, these guys, this match the was, There wasn't enough. There wasn't enough. And I, I've said this before with Battle Royals and AW, there wasn't enough big stars in the match to leave this, much intrigue of who was going to win. It is one of their biggest... And they do it a lot. Like, these Battle Royals for to number one contenders has happened three or four times now in the last, like six months it's, it's way too often if you do it once a year that's fine if you do it every every I don't other mind month if it's got like if you do a, a battle royal and like brian danielson's in it like chris jericho's in it you're better like, off having something a six-man battle royal with just six top guys yeah, yeah. for doing a 30-man with nobody hangman page and hardly anybody else in it because i yeah. was like well i know who's gonna i, I didn't know who's gonna win it was yeah, one it was, or two other people i thought had a chance it was like, down to might... hangman and roosh at the end wasn't it yeah, and I was just like, I mean, you could give Roosh a random title match. Like, that wouldn't be, like, as an in-between thing. Well, so it's just the same old, Hangman. It's either, it's either, you've got two options. Either you have the obvious Hangman, the only real top guy in there win, and have a relatively, you know, guy who was in the title picture not too long ago, back in the yeah. title picture. It feels a bit stale. Mm. Or you have someone else win it and not be a realistic contender for the title. Like, th- there's no real win in this situation. And they've done it with did it with Brody King actually. I thought that was not too bad actually when they did it with him. No, I I thought at the time I was like a bit baffled, but actually that one made yeah. kind of sense. Yeah, that was all right. Um, but they've just done it a, a, a few times now. They just there were people like I forget like Brian Cage was in this. Lance Archer, like these people aren't just stand being yeah, Brian Cage. How can he be getting a? How was he getting number tender opportunity here? Like it's mad. Mm. But you know he's not going to win. That's the, that's the thing. That's the point. No point in him being in there. No, I know. Yeah. Um, it was all right. Paul, he had uh, Paul White on commentary on this, which was different. Yeah, it was uh, a bit random, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but and the main then, event, unless you've got any more about the battle. No, around. no. I haven't written a lot on, uh, on that because it was so chaotic. I couldn't even keep up with that, to be honest. No, it was, it was a bit mad. Um, the main event there was really good, I thought. Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Lights yeah. Out match. And again, I quite like the premise of Lights Out, you know, Justin Roberts saying, we're now turning the lights out. When they turn back on, we are not responsible for what happens. And this doesn't go on the records. This is, and again, I know they've I done like this that. before. When, they did it with Cole and Cassidy. Well, when, it's, when, Cassidy it's really he, when it's really heated feuds, I, yeah. I, I, I think this is a good idea. Yeah, yeah. it does make sense. And this was a really good match. Again, no. Yeah, they were just like um, low blowing each other as like standard moves and stuff yeah, like that. And then um, Starks hit Hobbs with the lights. Um, and then with the Rochambeau to get the win and get his win back after um, All Out, where Hobbs beat Starks. Starks is an absolute star. He, he is, is someone he, they need. And I was critical after to, he got squashed at the pay-per-view, but yeah. I feel like they're built, they were doing it to build it for a better reason. So I don't, in hindsight, I think it's not too bad. I think they've made up for it. And I think we might even get, we might get a third match between the three, but Starks has now beaten Hobbs anyway. So Yeah, I, I, I don't mind if someone... Losers, if there's a reason and a story behind it, and there, there was with Hobbs, there was Stark, sorry. So, yeah, really like, really like main event, though. Really good again for a long show and a lot of nonsense on it, I would say. Yeah, there was a lot of filler. It, I don't Phoenix... think they needed to make this the two hour show, by the way. They could have just kept no. it one hour and got rid of two of their matches at least. And then yeah, fine. Phoenix Jungle Boy in the main event, 
You could have just had those kept, two and maybe and the Battle Royal st- if you're going to have I would have had, had the Sting match still, maybe. Yeah. Not, not bothered with the Battle Royal. Do that on Dynamite if you want. And just don't do the Battle Royal. Just be a bit more... Again, it's just be a bit more creative with your booking. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, the, other, the other matches just didn't need to happen. No. Um, but yeah. Not, not, not too bad for a... Um, but like I say, just... So long ago, I guess it's just hard to uh, remember exactly what happens. Yeah. Um, well, it's we... fresh in my mind. It's dynamite. Dynamite. The most recent show we saw. We opened with the Jericho Appreciation Society Championship Celebration. Yeah. Uh, nice, pre- <laughs> nice presentation. Here. Yeah, I really like uh, the, the, the all in purple. In. Yeah, I really like that. They had the, the touch of the pizza guy was back. Um, yeah, I, I said I didn't like that show. I, was, uh, I, I, I didn't just, mind him being there, I making just, pizzas. Again, I, I, I just, I just don't get it. What's, what's going on? I, I was a bit like, this is lame when they were just talking about pizza for like a minute. Because it, like, yeah. isn't it just a um, local, it's not even like that bigger name across America. It's just like no, a he's, local... just, he's a random indie wrestler who has a pizza yeah. making gimmick. Um, you know, it's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> I don't really care. It's, it was a bit fun. Uh, he got punched out by Daniel Garcia. He was like laying out. So, you know, that's that was all right. Um, but yes, I liked I liked it once it got more bit more serious. And um obviously Jericho gave Garcia like a ridiculous hat as a present. Um and then we got a bit of a promo. It did feel like a bit of a deja vu promo because we've had this promo before where he's trying to make him say, I'm a Sports entertainer, and then Brian came out and was like, "You can be whatever you want to be." We've we've literally I've heard that before. Yeah, I know. I've heard this exact promo, but I like I like the story, so I'm not going to complain too much. Then I really liked where it went with Daniel Garcia was like, "I tell you what's entertaining," and he listed some really random stuff. Um, but then he said about teaming with Brian Danielson to take on Jericho and uh, Sammy. That was that was cool, Um, and then. Basically, Matt Menard's got on the mic, and he's really good on the mic, Matt Menard. Yeah, he is. Yeah. That's a really compassionate promo. Challenges um, Brian to a match, and then we got Matt Menard versus Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, again, a fairly straightforward match and win for Danielson, really. Um, you got yeah, yeah, yeah. you got some interference of Angelo Parker, and Casanoli comes down. Yeah, Claudio comes down, took him out, carried him to the back. I thought that was cool. Yeah, what I liked with the finish as well was he hit the Bersaikane and quite often uh, obviously the Blackpool Combat Club use a lot of submissions where people pass out but Matt Menard just tapped instantly Yeah, um, that you know obviously depending on the opponent that's how it should be so weaker opposition tap them instantly world championship level match or something pass yeah, out pass I like that so yeah that worked and can we just talk about William Regal as well? His his commentary, <laughs> he um he, he his chatting up of um Excalibur is just um it's just so funny. Like just, what was he every week? Him? He gets worse. Like yeah, he, he was like he's like worse. you're like, like a rice crispy and you can snap, crackle, and pop me anytime <laughs> you want, sweetheart. It's just makes no sense. It's just so out of funny. nowhere as well. He, yeah. he was already speaking to him, and then yeah. he's like, oh, I'm by the way, and then just says it. Um, oh my god, it's my favorite I, thing about. I would him. love to know if. Excalibur even knows what he's going to say. I don't think he does. No, I, don't I think, think he's so. just like I'm just going to say something really weird. Yeah, Regal's so funny. He's, uh, he's, he's fantastic. He is I unbelievable. Lo- I love him. He was great. He's always been great. He was, yeah. You know, he's great as NXT general manager, and he's but he was never he's doing this, here. was he? He's never. No, he was. Chat, seri- he was a much more yeah. serious character, um, involved in angles and things. Here, he's more of a figurehead for the Blackpool Combat Club, really, isn't he? Yeah. He occasionally gets in the ring, but most of the time, he's more on commentary. 
Um, and he's, he's fantastic yeah. on commentary, so I'm not complaining. Um, it really adds something else different to it. Yep. Um, we then got a scheduled MJF promo, but actually we had Wheeler Utah. Yeah, after run obviously out MJF hit him with a diamond ring last week. Yep, had that last week. Um, I mean, not too bad from Utah, someone who's not particularly great on the, the mic. Last week, but, last week yeah. people were saying, oh, I like MJF embarrassed him on the mic because he was so much better than him. And yeah. last week I did think that a little bit. This week I thought he held his own. He was quite fired up. He's not a great, pro- he's not a great promo, but I don't think he was too bad here. Um, and MJF comes out, immediate calls Tony Schiavone a fat old prick. And I was just like, all right, I'm in. Yeah, here we let's, go. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Uh, gets his obviously his sports team heat. Um, who did he say you had the charisma of? I can't remember. It was someone I'd heard of, but it was someone who was dead now. It was like, you've got the charisma for this person now. And he's dead or something. He said, I can't remember who it was. Um, but yeah, you know what it's like. And then you wanted to fight here, but uh, the gun club come out. And then MJF Festival was like, no, next week. But it looks like MJF's finally having a match next week. Yeah, good. Like I say, he needs to have a match because he didn't wrestle to win that thing. He literally came out and Stokely Hathaway gave him the chip. Yeah. So I think he needs to have a match before he has the... I want to see him wrestle before that, I think. And I'm really used a good opponent for him. Yeah, no, I... I, I the I, match I, will be good. This, and this, I'm this sure is he'll a fine he'll first, win, so. first little mini feud for him. I, I've got no problem with this at all. Um, and then next up, we got an AW World Championship Eliminator match, Moxley and Juice Robinson. And here, I want to give it a skiddy here. Um, okay. And it's kind of just AW. This could be back to back skids, by the way, because my next, my next, oh, okay, I really was not a fan of yeah. the next segment. But... AW's um, booking in general, I've, you know, if you've listened to me talk AW, Recently, I've been quite critical of their booking, and this was kind of the the pinnacle of it. Where we've just talked about the number one contender battle royal, where Hangman Page won. They've got the number one contender. We've just seen MJF, who's also a number one contender, has got a title match from every once, and we're bringing in some some again. I say random. I, I actually have heard of Juice Robinson. I've seen him. Oh, recently. I know he's married to Tony Storm. Yeah, he's been in WWE. I, yeah, I, I I know of him, um, but. The point is, he is not an AW superstar, and for him to have a championship eliminator match is just makes a mockery of AW. I just think it just makes AW's roster look. A lot of the roster must be annoyed that this happens. Um, and it happens and a lot. I hate and- the premise of. I mean, we used to criticize championship contenders match when WWE yeah. was doing them all the time. We used to criticize it. So you've got to keep the same energy. And I think yeah, the, I just don't is. like the premise of them. Yeah. And the point of doing it when you've already got a number one contender, I don't understand. We've got, you, you've got two. You've got Hangman and you've I got I guess MJF's MJF. a little bit different because he's kind of like money in the bank. So that's fine. Yeah. You can hold that off because he yeah, can yeah. cash it in later down okay, the line. Yeah. That's like Austin Theory having, and then you're still doing another title. I've got no problem with that. But yeah. when, I mean, Hangman and Adam Page literally won a battle royal on Friday. Like, yeah. Why do you need to do another another number one contender just, match? Can we, can we just build to Hangman and Moxie? Is that can like that's what they should be doing. They should be building their stories, but they're just they've got to a point where they they're not very good at building stuff because they're too too focused on bringing in new people. And we'll talk about it later with the main event, Ring of Honor World Title, which was a good match. I, got I, thought, it was, I thought this is that was great. Even, even this I, match I, was I, I, I didn't mind this match. This was match. match was good. Just I, this is this is the thing that. I, I think you said earlier about when I was praising WWE's booking, um, you mentioned about the good wrestling as well. Good wrestling is almost a given because the the competitors AW have got are insanely talented. WWE is exactly the same. Like the wrestling is always going to be good. I don't care 
Who are you playing? Yeah. What storyline? It's going to be a good match. Yeah, because AEW always give their matches time. Yeah. So we know but it's going to be good. Give us time. a reason to care about people. And can we focus on, like, again, I don't care about Ring of Honor, personally. I, I don't care about Ring of Honor. I, I haven't watched it beforehand, I'm sure. And the thing is, a lot of people have, and that's who they're trying to play to. But just from my perspective, as someone, and there are fans out there like this who don't, Watching, but I don't, don't know Ring of Honor, don't pay attention. Oh, I've never heard of Bandido before. He was in, he has been on AWTV before. Um, yes, okay, I just a long time well, ago. But again, how many people have been on for one appearance and then yeah. never again? Like, it, it, I think it's he was so in easy some to tag team matches people. and stuff like a year plus ago. Yeah, and I kind of got the New Japan Forbidden Door stuff, but that's kind of what started me off on this. Like, what are they doing? Yeah. They're, they're going a bit too much, and it's just and you're not, you know, I've heard other people say this. You're not the only one, it's, it's non stop, and for me. Rampage has become an almost pointless show. It's definitely a secondary show. Oh, it's it's hundred percent. It's the secondary show. It's it's, it's almost feels like main event. Almost. I, I compared it to what SmackDown was like before the brand split, where you'd get Raw on a Monday, and then on Friday you'd kind of get recaps of Raw, and then you'd get some B talent come out and have yeah. some random matches. Um, yeah, that didn't really uh, mean a lot. And then that's that's a good comparison. Was, yeah. You know, and then there wasn't a brand split, but it kind of. It, it felt very much a secondary show. Whereas I think, and this this is why it's too much, because I've actually got a solution for them. Create some sort of, make give us a Ring of Honor roster. You've got enough people. Well, with, I think they are going to do that eventually. When they, they Samoa Joe, Joe, TV, Jay Lufal, TV deal for Ring of Honor. I think they're heading. Aldo, Castagnoli, but just make Rampage Ring of Honor and keep AW as Dynamite and just separate these things because I, as an AW fan, and I am an AW fan, I don't care about Ring of Honor World Title. I don't want that to be even if even if Jericho's a champion, I would rather Jericho be going after the TNT champ. I mean, Wardlow, when's the last time he defended? Since he won the yeah. belt, when's he defended? Well, there's too much going on there, isn't there? Yeah. Well, you know, we've got that new title Pax one. What what like who knows what's going on with that? The Trios Championships, what you know. They were won a couple of weeks back. Nothing's oh, happened with them. Made, I forgot they, yeah, they, they, they exist. Okay, we've seen a, we, the tag titles have been fairly prominent. The world title has been prominent because it's on every show. You know, there is a there's at least Moxie wrestles every show with the belt. So yeah. he, he is that is a good thing. But just bringing in these people, and it's no, I've got nothing against just Juice Robinson or Bandido, whoever they bring in as individuals, but just it's more the premise of it. Yeah, the it? premise. And like I say, if I'm an AW superstar. I say they've dropped the ball on Hook. You've got people like Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page and like Jungle Boy, Ray Phoenix, all these guys that you could have like pushed a bit harder. Darby Allen's gone really stale, really, from where he was. Sammy Guevara, like the list is endless of the talent they've got. Mm. And they are being pushed to the side. And they just keep they keep wasting these these hot acts because they're I hope they don't do it with the acclaimed, in... by the way, because they're the hottest well, thing at the moment. And but, I don't think they will. With no, the... no, but, no, no, but a month ago, who would have said the hottest acts on AW was? Probably month, FTR? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, a month or two ago, yeah. Where have they been? When they were on yeah. TV? FTR are not on TV anymore. No, I know. They were the I hottest know. act. I know. It makes no sense to me why they just keep dropping. Hook was the hottest guy six months ago, and now he's, like, fights once every month on... Mm. Uh, Rampage. It's just, yeah, just focus on AW. All I want to watch is AW wrestlers. I'm invested in AW people. 
but I, I become less invested in all of them when you dilute them so much. And like we've mentioned Judgment Day appearing three or four times on Raw. Yeah. That just doesn't happen on AW. Well, you, I mean, you, you, can get one much, segment. you can go too much the other way where you like overdo it. But... You can, yeah, you can. Um, and there is a middle ground. And it's at the moment, they're, they're just they've just gone too far. Different. And I feel yeah. like but they've got I've, a big enough roster that they don't need to bring loads of people in constantly. They can use yeah. the people they've got without overstating, without overdoing it. That's the uh, thing. I thought it was actually interesting this week. They said, Oh, yeah, we'll give you a video package to <coughs> explain who these new guys are because they don't always do that. They just put them out there and yeah, hold yeah. and don't give you a video package. I mean, we got like great Muta on Friday, like it just keeps introducing new people. It's just, um, but yeah, anyway, that's why Skidmark is mainly the fact that they had a world contenders match with a more contender announced on Friday. Yeah. That, that, against that against Sky, not against the guy, not an AW, but just in general, the, um, the over booking of um, talent that I reckon a lot of fans don't care about. Yeah. And then talking to, so after the match itself, like it was good. It was a good enough. match. Yeah. Um, we had hang, uh, we had MJF watching from the stand, and then Hangman did come down for a conversation for Mox to you know, sort of set yep. something up there, but we didn't get too much. But then, interestingly, we we attacked MJF, so that was uh, that was interesting. Uh, spiced yep. that up a little bit that's, more. Yeah, that's, good that's a good 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 little feud that's bubbling under. Then we got, and now you've just had you going on a bit of a negative ramp. Now we're going to get me going (laughs) because this promo, and I've I've seen so much negative reaction to it. I'm glad I wasn't alone in thinking it from Soraya. And I want to say before, and I, I, you know, if you listen to podcast last week, you'll know I was so excited last week that she came into AEW because I think Paige in WWE was awesome. She was when I first started watching WWE again. She was like her and AJ Lee were kind of on top in the women's division. And I, I thought she was great. Obviously, she was from the UK. So there's like kind of that, you know, natural yeah. sort of connection to watching her. And I've always liked her a lot when we've um, watched the shows. Um, and last week, like I said, I was really excited because I thought maybe she's cleared to wrestle. Like, it'd be great. It'd be a great addition. And then this promo, I will say, she did say she was nervous. And she's tweeted about it today. I did notice they had... I did fumble a little bit and a little bit is an understatement because yep. <laughs> she blew this promo in my opinion. Um, stumbly at the start, you know, her word, she said something like I was the revolution here. I, and I will be the revolution here. I am the revolution or something like that. Yeah. Which made no sense at yeah. all. Um, and that was nerves. I get that. I was probably nerves that bit. I was like, oh, this isn't great, but like that's nerves. But there were a couple of other bits in this promo that bugged me as well. So then there was that weren't down to nerves. So one of them was that comeback to Britt Baker, which mm. got complete silence. I'm just, just one of the worst jokes I've ever oh, heard. I, terrible. I, I, this made me cringe. Yeah. And um, when she asked, I don't know why you're taking the mick out of my name. Your name rhymes with shit. I was like. Yeah. And like, like no one reacted. It was like, oh. No one cared. Oh, it was so cringy. I was like, that is terrible. terrible. joke. Yeah. And then. And then she also had to do the traditional thing of getting a WWE jibe in, which from her, I thought was out of order because she said something about, you know, my, my boss actually listens to yeah, me. Yeah, yes, myself listens to you for a change. You've been not wrestling for like three years and been on the WWE payroll. Yeah. They could have released you three years ago and not paid you. That's a bit cheeky, I think, from her. And they were probably, and at the end of the day, they were acting out of the best interest not to clear you and not to let you wrestle and all that kind of stuff. You know, I think 
they've looked I think they've looked after her quite well from what we've heard. So I think but, that was a bit of a bit of a a bit of a low blow. It is. And I'm also like again, we're, we're what three, four years in AW now. Like the new X Tate WWE coming person coming in and making yeah, immediate jive yeah. at WWE is so boring. Like just, I know. just be better. Sometimes I get it when it's people that are really like I can understand CM Punk doing it. Yeah, we all know his proper beef with yeah, WWE. Yeah. Yeah, the okay. big fallouts and people that were released unfairly and things like that. Paige didn't have that. Her contract ran out after being paid for years for yeah. doing nothing. Basically, they you know they've made, there's been a film made about her career. They put they they pushed her when she was a wrestler. Yeah. To me, they they couldn't have done. I, we don't know what, everything that happens behind the scenes, but from what we've seen, they looked after her pretty well. And I so I thought, I just thought that was a bit of a low of an unnecessary jibe for no real reason as well added to that promo. So you, you had a terrible joke, fumbling lines and that, and I was just like, this is awful. What well, also sorry, she, but... she was like, oh yeah, let, let's let's bring the women's division out here. And we got Willow yeah, Nightingale, got like Sky Blue, uh, was... Madison Rain. Yeah, I was like, that... who, who the fuck are these people? I mean, that's not on her. This is the women's division. But it made it made a mockery of the women's division as well. Yeah. Because she Athena like, and Tony Storm. The, I bring yeah. on a women's division, and like two of them have only ever on TV, and that's yeah. Storm and yeah. Athena. And and they, she went I didn't know who them. Sky Blue was. I was like, who's that? I, I knew I knew Willow and. <laughs> I mean, she's um, been on she's been on TV a bit. No, I know she has. I've seen her, but I don't. She, she's memorable. Um, and Madison Rain's like a coach. She's not even a real proper like actor. Yeah. She has wrestled, but she's not really an active wrestler. So it was, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. And she went to introduce them, and they didn't even let her do that because then she got interrupted. They, she said something about Tony Storm, who we all know anyway. Yeah, then yeah. Britt Baker <laughs> comes out, and Britt Baker embarrassed her on the mic. This yeah. was when people talked about MJF yeah. and Utah last week. Britt Baker completely destroyed her hair. She made a joke. About, she ripped her about her neck. This is where. Page yeah. made the rubbish comeback. It was embarrassing. I was so, I was like, yeah, this is like chalk and cheese, complete opposites here. But Baker, you can tell she's on TV every week. She's tuned, she knows what she's saying. Yeah. So I just seemed completely up. And I get that it's, again, it's her first promo in a long time. I understand that. But if she's not an active wrestler and this is her to be her role, sort of to improve the women's division, first of all, right, I think she's delusional if she thinks Tony Khan is going to put the women's division better because she said so because he's made yeah. it perfectly clear in press conferences he's got no interest he hasn't listened to Thunder Rosa but Baker yeah. anyone else why is he going to listen to Sar- I don't understand it yeah. so unless she's an active wrestler and that's why she's joined I don't get it no I don't get it either and I like her but yeah to permit this promo when again actively irritated me a lot you go from um being really excited to see her to like oh Okay. I like now already. I don't care next week. I know. I know and I've seen a lot of people out. say the same. Yeah. yeah. Seen, like, my Twitter today was, yeah. what is this? Like, this promo was terrible and I'm not interested anymore. And I was like, that is such a shame because she deserves an opportunity. She's great. But yeah. like, this promo was bad. She, she's bad. A, I think and even when she was on commentary, she was a bit annoying as well, I thought. And yeah. Yeah. She wasn't great. She was um, laughing with Taz and like, yeah, she, I don't know what was going on. It did lead to a match between uh, a lumberjack match, which I, that, I thought that part was cool. You know, she was like, I've set up a lumberjack yep. match. That was something different. That part was fine. That was no problem with that. Um, and it was the first one. So it did feel different. And this women's match did get time. Um, so we got quite a long segment here. And we got a good match between Storm and Deeb with an amazing finish, I thought, with an avalanche pile driver from Tony yeah, Storm. Yeah, mad right. finish, wasn't it? I was like, Jesus. I mean, she kicked out the Storm Zero. I was surprised when Deeb kicked out yeah. the Storm Zero. But then she, yeah, and this was 
this match was really good to be fair. It so, was a good match. Right. Yeah. I had no problem with the match, but yeah, everything that surrounded it was crap. Like really bad. And I, I just yeah, yeah, it was I was cringing watching. Look, look a bit goofy. Great match, but again, this is the thing. Great matches can only get you so far. You have to have so, uh, other substance to it, and there wasn't here. Yeah, I like, um, I, like I said, I don't want to go in on Soraya because I'm a fan of yeah. us. That's why I care so much about it. Yeah, we love Soraya. It's awful. It's <laughs> genuinely terrible. Um, we got then a backstage segment with um, Private Party being dismissed by Andrade Alidolo. Yeah, Matt trying to get them Matt back. Hardy saying quit. You know, I promise we'll do it right this time. Yeah. I mean, Matt Hardy and Private Party teaming up again. Is that again? It's, it's all right, I guess. We'll see what happens. But a, a face I heard version. Jeff might be on his way back soon. So we'll see what happens there as again, well. Private Party, I think, were one of the most exciting tag teams at the start of AW, and they've just become a yeah, joke. So I, I want to see there. them. Yeah, I want to see them get back properly. Um, Ricky Stark's got a squash match. Yeah, against someone called um, Eli Isom, I think his name was. Yeah, apparently um, he's, been, he's been in Ring of Honor a bit. I, I don't know who he is, um, but okay. yeah, it was a, it was a squash. So he's obviously not someone that's relevant. Because um, they wouldn't have had Starks bury him like that if he was. So, but cool for Starks to get pick again, get him on TV, just have him win. Yeah, yeah, I don't but, mind the uh, squash, no, that, little squash cool. win. Yeah, no problem with that. No again, problem with that. And also, can I say, Ricky Starks again just looks like an absolute star. It just looks like, and again, we talk about these people when they're hot, you've got, you've got to really go with it. And Ricky Starks right now, I think, is really hot. Like, yeah. if you told me Ricky Starks was going to get a world title match right now, I'd be like, okay, that's quite cool. Like, that's something to be yeah, excited about. I saw like, him win the Battle World. Yeah, I mean, I know exactly. he had the, actually had the main event after. Yeah, he did, yeah. So he couldn't really. Yeah, but just don't do a Battle Royal on that yeah, two-hour yeah, show. And yeah, do it some other time else. and have him win yeah. would be cool. Like, that would be awesome. Yeah, or have it have it here and he comes off the back of that big win but wins a Battle Royal when he's yeah. on an absolute roll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's, there's, there's ways got- around it. I think we got the main event then. Was there anything else in between? Because I did miss no. these segments on my notes. Uh, I got all no, the that, that, that was it. The main event. But the main Jericho event, I have to say, Bandido. I have seen him before. He has been on AWTV once or twice before, yeah, ages ago. But, him, but yeah. I didn't like remember him standing out last time. But I thought his wrestling in this match was insane. His lift, where he really lifted good. Jericho for a minute, was like mad. That was mental, yeah. Uh, he had an f- impressive show of strength, but high flying as well. I thought he had a bit of everything. Um, really, really, and I was surprised. I was like, "This is an, uh, you know, again, TV main event with someone that's, oh, it's Chris Jericho, one of the most famous wrestlers probably in the world." Yeah. So I get why it's the main event, but Bandido, completely unknown to a lot of people, um, to certainly to a mainstream audience. Um, but yeah, the match itself would really delivered enough. I just realised after I went halfway through that like Jericho is having really low key like a resurgence this last few weeks of bangers. Yeah, he I remember saying matches. a few months ago that Jericho is still great. Like he's still great for game, great promo, but his matches aren't that good. Like when he was having his world title run, his matches weren't that amazing. I remember them. Like some of them were average. Yeah. Last couple of weeks, he's had some really good matches. Um, yeah, he has. And this, uh, the one with Claudio was great. The one, obviously, the one with Brian was great. But I mean, uh, I could have a good match with Brian. That's not. A- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think not um, But the one with Claudio was great, and now this one with Bandido as well. Uh, yeah, awesome match. And eventually Jericho uses some sort of heel tactics as well. Um, gets in the walls of Jericho, taps out, and then challenges Brian to a third match. For the uh, Ring of Honor title. title. Yeah. So that's a, that's a big match again. They're one each, so I thought we might get the third. Yeah, no, he didn't expect And then he randomly hits the ring announcer 
um, as well. Oh yeah, he says he's going to take out all of. Um, I, li- I kind of like the fact he's like. I'd I, I, I do like the angle from Jericho to be like, you know, I, it's going to be a ring of Jericho now. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna yeah. get rid of all the. I, it's working. I'm gonna beat all the ex. He's like, I'm gonna beat all the ex ring of honor champions. I was like, oh, you're gonna beat Seth Rollins, are you? He's next yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I, um, <laughs> uh, every single one, are you? Saw someone talk about the list of them, and there's like 11 potential who, who aren't in WWE, like Kevin Owens, yeah. who can't fight him. Like, yeah, yeah, of course. And of that 11, people like Christopher Daniels, who's not currently a wrestler. And like, there's a few people that, like, I saw a full list the other day. Yeah, there, there isn't many options he has. But again, 11's actually quite a lot. If, if and they're quite, quite 11, they're quite yeah. esteemed name. Uh, quite a lot of them are good names as well. And obviously, there's a there's a few that are in WWE. There's like I think Roderick Strong might be one. There's yeah, like, he is. Yeah, there's quite a lot of like you know. Obviously well, maybe, well, maybe WWE, if Roddy you know, gets his Cody, Cody's another one. By the yeah. way, yeah, like yeah. obviously he can't face them, can't beat <laughs> them. Um, but yeah, I like that. I like that idea, and I think yeah, I do cool. like the premise of it. I think we'll um we'll get. I think I said it before, but him and Garcia for the Ring of Honor title. I think yeah. that's what we're going to come down to. It's weird that Garcia to. won the other belt. I would have preferred it maybe if he didn't. But... Yeah, maybe they maybe um, they merged the belts. I don't know. Yeah, or Garcia loses it, so someone, but then that kind of weakens Yeah, yeah, yeah well, or maybe, maybe, maybe Jericho know. costs him the belt or something. When Yeah, there, there's ways they can do it, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that's that's the match I want to see now is Garcia-Jericho. I, I just wish it was for an AW belt, not a Rick and Ponder belt, but yeah. we, are, we are where we are. Yeah, but so I think sometimes the ti- the man can make the title rather than the title make the man, if you know what I mean. And if you put yeah, the no. title, you can put any title on the right person and it can become a big deal, um, apart from like the 24 7 title. But like, you know, so it, they might make me care more about it. Yeah, they could. Because do. it's Chris Jericho and he's, you know, yeah. well, he's on everything he touches role, isn't he? turns yeah. to gold, like, you know, throughout his career. So. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's why they put it on him because Claudio is a great wrestler, but he's not going to drag. He's not going to draw people yeah. in to be like. Oh, I, I think like, if you want to get Eyes and Ring of Honor, give it to. I said it's awesome. Give it to Jericho. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Let, let him again. If you're going to try to, if you, especially if you're trying to get a TV deal for Ring of Honor, Jericho is champion. Who yeah, and, and Samoa Joe is one of your like your, your other ones as well. Wasn't yeah. too bad. You know. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Too shabby, is it? Uh, FTR tag champions in Ring of Honor. Yeah, they, they've got. That's what I mean. They've got serious, there, yeah. serious people on the on that so you know yeah maybe there is something to that yeah maybe we'll see anyway i think i think that's it that's us done yeah, for yeah, this I'm week like, it's it's a long one it's a long one we have covered <laughs> well, we did do both shows in one go as well yeah first time in a little while we've done aw and wwe in one go but i think it was a really strong week of wrestling i mean a lot of wrestling because we had a two hour long rampage and then yeah Everything else, it's, it's just it's a lot. It's another. I mean, wrestling never stops, and we've got extreme rules in eight days, so we'll have predictions next week as well. Yes, well done, Fisher. Um, Thanks for remembering that one. Extreme mm. rules, yep, that'll be good predictions. Um, and then I'm guessing the next one after that will be Crown Jewel. Probably, yep, I don't know. Right. AW will have one for our body now. No, no, just had all out. Um, but yeah, so follow us on Twitter at Recharge Wrestle where you can. Check out, we will be tweeting about the Predictions League. Do get involved. You have a chance to win a wrestling shirt of your choice at the end of the year for the winner of our Predictions League. Um, if, you know, we have a fair few people involved already, but, you know, above all else, it's, it's just a lot of fun to just predict and exactly. be against other people. It's just a right laugh. Um, so, yeah, get involved with that. That'll be on our Twitter. Um, if you listen to this on podcast format, you can check it out on YouTube, see what we look like 
as well as we're recording um on youtube search for recharge wrestling uh and like and subscribe as well we have content uh we, we have our weekly videos but we've also had previous content from clash at the castle um there's there's my gm mode from a while ago from me mm. um hopefully some more gaming content coming yeah up. i definitely want to do something we, we definitely we've got ideas it's just uh yeah finding the time to you know we've got we have we have other jobs as well unfortunately we can't just mm-hmm. uh focus our life on wrestling as, uh, as much as we would love to but yeah uh check us out on youtube say like subscribe on twitter and most importantly come back next week where we'll discuss the week in wrestling see you guys goodbye 